Get your jazz hands going. Get your jazz. Whoa, whoa. Kevin's throwing. He's throwing fists. Fists of fury. Jazz hands. <laughs> Here we go, jazz hands, guys. We are live. We are live. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 132 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. That's where we are. There's no lower third because we do not have the technology, apparently. <laughs> Kevin, you got to work this out. I mean, I'm trying, you know? Right, absolutely. So I hope you guys have your big girl panties on today. Um, and I hope they are big, blackalicious panties because it's me and Kevin. Kevin, what's the name of those two um, ladies that do... Do you know who I'm talking about? There's these two black ladies, and they they do videos every now and then. I forgot what their name is, though. Uh, you are you talking about the ones that are the the starch Trump supporters? Yes, yeah, I forgot. I, I don't know their names. I know who they are, though. Yeah, that's me and you. We are the male version right now tonight. So get the attitude to full maximum level. <laughs> Carry the load. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's on tonight. We've got guns. Can you see guns? Guns behind. Me? I see some guns back there. Yeah, over there to you, over your right shoulder. Oh, oh this? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's you got. People have to watch the podcast. They have to make sure they thumbs up. Make sure they share this. I was just sharing stuff on the uh, the social medias. I'm sure you were sharing. I was. You know, I I could see that you tagged me in a post. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would show my phone, but then I'd be you know gotta be careful with that. But um, yeah. So make sure you share. Make sure you thumbs ups. You know, Walter's going to be joining us later. I think Walter's got some stuff going on. You know, he's a crazy busy guy trying to build guns and deal with all that other stuff. Lola, can you put on headsets or something, woman? Seriously, this is very unprofessional, and we are very professional people. Exactly. Since when? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just did. You just hear a car horn? Yeah, that was that was uh that's 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 the the family getting home. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Are you are you in the garage or something, man? Is this what, garage. This is, is a very loud horn. You have been lowered to the garage, Kevin Dixie. No, I still got the. That, I got the. the all people. I'm sorry. No. no. Right. Somebody free Kevin Dixie from the garage. They haven't stopped out there yet. Are you? Yeah, gonna the cuteness up? is in the house. What's up, cuteness? I like the natural hairstyle, looking very good. I like it. Yes, all, all natural. <laughs> All the hairs, all the hairs. Yeah. <laughs> all the hairs. How was school? Good. Good? Okay. I'm on green. You're on green day? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go get your coat and stuff up. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we're getting warmed up here. We're getting everyone in. Um, so like I said, Walter will be joining us. we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. I think tonight we're talking about uh, the Trump parade. Did you hear about this, Walt? Uh, uh, no, I did not. Now I know about the other piece of news you got, but the Trump parade, I'm not I'm not hip to what that yeah. was. Trump wants to put on a military parade with all the militaries. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, with tanks and nuclear missiles. You know, I guess Trump is going for that. Know, do like, like kind of like the North Korea style? Yeah, like Kim Jong-un kind of thing. Like, oh. mine is bigger than yours. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Which uh, ours is bigger than everybody's. Yeah, I'm not just saying America. I'm saying me and you, man. We're bigger. Ours is bigger than everybody's. But this is true. This is true. I don't. I don't know what. Not only do I think now, if he's doing it for that part, like let's just pretend if he's doing it for the North Korea purpose, I don't think that there's anything to prove. And then, what street are you possibly going to do it on? We don't have a street big enough to support, you know, our firepower. So I don't know. I don't know. But we will. We'll get into this and we'll talk about that. The other thing we're going to talk about is um, we we discussed this a little bit last night. Um, 
Outback Steakhouse, I guess, is one of those gun-free zones. Yeah, I heard. Now, I know, I'm, I'm familiar with what's going on there. Yeah. So we're going to discuss whether or not this is, is this fake news? Is it real news? Who did this happen to? Uh, we're going to look into all of this. We're going to investigate this. The people have spoken and they want us to talk about this. OK, let's talk. We'll talk. about. It. Yeah, we will talk about this, amongst other things. Um, before I get into shouting out everyone in the chat, Kevin, what's going on with you, man? Um, you know, things um, going on? It's, it's, it's all it's all it's all good. It's been all good in the in the world. Um, bunch of um, just getting this uh, getting the movements ready for the whole aiming for the truth thing. I I got a very, very, very nice message last night from uh, Mr. Mike Bryant. That was probably the highlight of my night and slash morning. Um about the okay. his uh, the Glock that he um the Glock modifications that he won. Oh, okay. Because did he got his thing back? He did get it back. Nice. Uh, I don't know if you want me to show the pictures. I guess I can save it for later. Showing yeah, the you can, yeah, we will show it. We will show it. You can but, um, yeah. no, it was um it's it's been good, man. It's been good. Um a lot of good movement, got a lot of a uh, lot of training going on this year. I don't know I'm amped, man. I'm just I'm amped to 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 have. I know my motive going into this year is to increase unity and defeat BS. Like that is the mood I'm in. Like, you know, I'm, I'm really, really tired of people trying to make victims of folks. You're uh, going to defeat as, bowel syndrome? Not, well, that too, you know, Pepto-Bismol probably could, you know. <laughs> possibly, you oh, no, that's IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Irritable bowel syndrome. I mean, that needs I'm, to be defeated. I'm really, really, really frustrated with folks associating, and it's the, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, but I'm, I'm tired of people associating, um, you know, protection with not being armed and understanding your rights. I hate when they try to spin it that way. Mm -hmm. You're protected if you give up your rights. And I'm just, that's like, I'm going to attack that. No politics, just all points. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes back to the Outback story, which we're going to get into. Um, do you guys notice me rocking my I'm pro-choice shirt pro right there? You can get this from uh, Forge from Freedom. Mm -hmm. We had uh, Sam from Forge from Freedom on the show last night. I don't know if you watched it. Plus I got a chance a, to um, listen to uh, some of it. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's yeah. No, I was going to say, plus there's the uh, poll in case of emergency shirt. And uh, this lovely lady right here. Not touch the woman. The, can you just not touch her? Uh, we can see the like, shirt. Like this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just, yeah. She, plus she's rocking a boa from last night. Um, I know you said you listened to it. It was actually pretty cool. We had uh, Gun Gossip Johnny come on. Yeah. He rocks the boas. So we most of us were rocking boas except Babyface had to be like a spoil sport and not rock the boa. So, uh, I think you heard him say he had like a mad pool swing on or something. Yeah, that's nonsense. Would you have worn the boa? And you can go ahead and lie since you're not actually going to do no, it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have worn it. I would have wore a scarf oh. or something like that. But no, I ain't, I ain't rocking the boa, bro. Oh, you're, you're not manly enough, I guess. Only I mean, real men I mean, wear boas. I, you know, every I can't do everything, you know, and, and, and you know, I have to bow down to the boa you, you You can wear all this crazy, you know, HK paraphernalia and you can't put on a boa? Oh man, no, you gotta no nah, nah, the boys the, the what if it was an HK boa? Uh, do they have a boa? <laughs> I just said does what it, does if? It, if the boa is dangling uh P2000s and VP9s and MP5s, real life ones, I will worry. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I bet you if HK came out with a boa, you'd be rocking that bad. Probably would. Yeah, don't even just don't even lie. Don't even lie. If a gun company makes one, I probably would put it on. If a good reputable yeah. gun company makes it, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. I'm just yeah. Next time he comes on, you are coming on and you are getting a boa. Hey man, I ain't rocking no boa. Bro. I'm pretty sure your wife has a between your wife and your daughter, 
There's probably about 20 boas. Oh, it's a couple of them. We got a couple of them around here. Yeah, exactly. So uh-huh. you, you will be wearing one. And no. <laughs> okay. No, but that was that was um what I was able to listen to uh throughout the day here and there in bits and pieces. Seemed like a good show. I, I heard you get credit from him um, I don't know, at least three or four times about your uh your comedic genius. Yeah, I think he was just being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Uh, right. I don't I don't yeah. I think you know he's sarcastic. His humor is sarcasm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I think you I think he was being a little bit sarcastic. But hey, I appreciate it. I will take sarcasm. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um I'm glad for him to say that majority um of the, the, the gun people, if you will, or when they reach out, they reach out in good sport, you know, reach out in good spirit, like, oh, that was pretty funny. Uh yeah. So I think I that's mean, you, you were featured, you were featured on one of his things and you were cool. Yeah, the seven dwarf thing, man, that was comical. I heard him say, I wish more people would say something about that, because I think Walt brought it up and he said, I wish more people would say something about it. So I'll probably send him a message. No, I thought I like when I saw it, I almost fell out of my chair. You know, I'm when I get a good ch- chuckle going, it's hard for me to stop. And that was funny as hell. It really was. Yeah. I predict I predict gun gossip will be a hundred thousand subscribers within the next six to eight months, probably. I don't doubt it. It's outside, good outside of a year, he'll be there. So, you know, um, I, you know, I think he was funny. I think he was a good guest, even though uh, Sam from Forge from Freedom ca- kind of came on because I guess he said something about Sam. And, uh, you know, Sam came on and it was cool up until the end. And then at the end, they had a little spat. So if you missed last night, you missed it all. <laughs> oh, they had a spat? Yeah, they had a little, a little something, something at the end. It's cool. It wasn't really that bad, but you have to watch. You know, this is called teasing. Okay, all right. Yeah, the uh, people must be teased. I must have missed the end. Yeah. So let's go into this. I'm going to shout out everyone right now, and I'm like I always tell you folks, please click the thumbs ups. Thumbs ups. We need those. We need to get as many of those going, so we let folks know that we're doing a chat over here. Also, please share this on social media somehow. And if you don't know what to post when you share it, you can post what Kevin has posted. Um, I, I think you're doing like a kajillion different um, social medias. What's your social media thing, Kevin Dixie, or is it NOC? Um, I'm trying to drive everybody over to the KD of NOC. Uh, so KD of NOC, you can still do the Kevin Dixie, but you only got a few more months before I shut that one down. So the KD of NOC, the NOC firearms training. And yeah, those are the two for Facebook. On Instagram, it's the at NOC firearms training. But go share the yeah. things of the things and everything. Yeah, share whatever we put up there. I've got some stuff up. Uh, Lola's probably putting up some stuff or just come up with whatever you want to. Make sure you get the hashtags in there, like hashtag big girl panties, hashtag cow cocky, hashtag who moved my freedom. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them. Hashtag Burl. Kevin's on tonight, so we can do hashtag Burl. Burl it up. Yeah, I don't know if Kevin has any hashtags. Um, <laughs> you, you need some, you need uh, some hashtags. I, I, you know what I do? Actually, I got, you know what? Now that you speak, now that you speak, Oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Something's going on. Did someone just strip naked in front of you? What the hell's going on? Um, you just got cold distracted. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Might be either, a short. Might be a show show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hello. Um, yeah, either your oh, wife uh, is right now uh, huh. dancing naked or she has some badass gun she just showed you. One of the two. We now want you to turn the camera. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's the latter. No, it's Woo. earlier. Okay, focus. Um, yeah, so I do have hashtags. Hashtag KD of NOC. Hashtag NOC. Hashtag, this is one of my favorite ones. What's in your holster? Okay. Hashtag please stop wearing HK. Uh why? Do you not you're not you're not like the HK? Yeah, I like that hashtag. That's all. Yeah, you can yeah. the hashtag what's in your holster is pretty cool. 
Okay. That, that's, that's going good. to be a shirt, as a matter of fact. The Sam Force Freedom whole thing, like, what's in your holster? Oh, okay. No, that's cool. I like that. Okay. Hashtag what's in your holster. Hashtag nope. then another more one. HK on the Who Move My Freedom uh, uh, podcast. Hank, Hank pick, pull, pull your shirt up a little bit. Just, just a little Show the people your shirt. Do you what? not see the second to the bottom firearm on your shirt? <laughs> All right. So I just want to point that out. I just want to point that out. I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no idea. No, I don't. No. Okay. Okay. Do hashtags, people. Do hashtags. Let's let's shout out everyone, and then we'll get into our thing here. So Michael Bender was first. I actually was first. If you look at the chat, I actually posted first. I put who's number one. Who does number one work for? That's what I meant to put. That's not what actually is up there. But Michael Bender came in first, and E Rock. And and by the way, who knows where that line? Who does number one work for? I think it's who does number it's either who does number one work for or who does number two work for. So that should give you a clue right there. Um, if you're confused, don't worry about it. Okay, so E-Rock is also in the house. Chris Illog, lost in outdoors. He says not first. <laughs> not first. So let's see who else. Um, we've got Boss Hog says, hello, everyone coming to you live from the hospital bed in rehab. Boss Hog, hope you get better, man. You know. Sorry to hear that you are in the hospital. Tango Hunter says, I wanted to lay on a bed made of Johnny 180's voice. Okay. Tango Hunter. That sounds interesting. You know, I, I, I liked his accent and everything. Um, I, I don't know if I would want to lay on a bed of it. But uh, okay, we'll, we'll take it. You know, we'll take what you say there, Tango Hunter. And uh, the Archangel says it's I think it's time the, that we, the 2A community, fight back and end the prejudice against God fearing, gun carrying folks. This is the time we need to get off our knees and stand together on our feet and say no more. No more. I put in the extra no more for a fact. Um, very, very well done. Um, so there you go. Tango Hunter said he never heard of uh, gun gossip. That's interesting. I think he's growing. He's brand new and he's kind of, you know, he's hot, not in terms of he's hot, but the channel's hot. Sure. You know, he is not American gun chick. Yeah. So there you go. Although he has um, featured American gun chick, I think he said at least once. And he has more American gun chick stuff, apparently. He told us he had American gun chick stuff uh, locked and loaded and ready to fire. Out, he should. You put it out. I, you know, it, look, man. It's any publicity is good publicity. No such thing as bad publicity. And he does it with a great sense of humor. So put it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and I have some ideas. I forgot to tell him this, but I think it'll be cool if at the end of the, every year he gives out awards. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tight. <laughs> Someone should do that. If he doesn't do it, we should actually do it. You know, we should come up with some kind of award system and give out some kind of awards at the end of every year. Like we actually need more shit. <laughs> I think, you know what, the, um, I think that the, the cool thing about him, I always say that like it takes, you know, it takes a slew of uh, different styles to to represent uh, one particular, you know, segment of society. And I like the fact that he brings and I know you can kind of argue that Yankee does the same thing, but I like the fact that he brings humor. Right. So then it's like it's a softer side of the, the, the gun thing. Right. So people can just go over there and laugh and you never know. 
through his humor, he might draw a lot of people in. Then normally yeah. Carlos Bunch of want to be tough people, right? So that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Gun Gossip Johnny's bringing humor. It's a little, it's a little acidic, but um, I, I would say that Yankee Marshall is more venom. Okay, <laughs> he's pretty much mostly venom, and I'm not trying to knock him on that because I think there's a place, you know, for all of that. So there you go. And maybe we'll get Yankee Marshall to come on, uh, come on the show one day. He's always threatening and promising. That he's going to come on the show, but we, we never see him. So that's like a tactic. Lots of people say they're going to come on the show, by the way, and they don't fucking come on. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, and I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter about it at all. Fuck that. OK, I'm a little bit bitter. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bitter. No. OK, so that's cool. Hopefully, you know, people will stop promising to come on and bring their asses and actually come on. So I think I said I shouted out Michael Bender. Um, he gave up. Uh, what did he say? Uh, hashtag uh, jazz hands. Hashtag stranger holics. Hashtag big girl panties. So there you go. Lola's laughing in the background. Lola's on a delay, people. So she just either got a joke or just heard it. So I don't know. I'm going to say she probably just got it. So there you go. Um, Archangel says, remember to hit the uh, thumbs up button and share. So there you go. Let's see who else is here. General Loafers, Gerald Loafers. Why did I say general? Okay. That's my dyslexia kicking in. Gerald Loafers says, good afternoon, Hank and Lola. I guess it's afternoon where he's at. Enrique Q is in here. He says, what's happening, peeps? Um, so Chris Illog says he has to go meet up with a couple of friends and he'll be missing today's pod show. <laughs> That's what we are now, by the way. Hashtag pod show. Pod show. <laughs> yeah, Pacho. So there you go. Uh, that's not that's not bad. I don't know if that if we're the first ones to do it, but we should definitely get the hashtag pod shows out there. He says better play nice and catch you tomorrow. So shout out to Chris Illog and whoever his friends that he's meeting with. Shout out to those guys. Also, let's see. Joe Carpenter says, yo, yo, yo. MW Tactical says, what's up, good people? Also, I would like to know what uh, Kevin's shoe size is. Who said that? MW Tactical. I'm not. No, I'm not answering nothing. I do. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. I threw that. I threw that one in there. I threw that one in there. He didn't say that. Uh, so LV Louis Cipher is in there. And also Dan Davis, Gorillas and Guns says, what's up, party people? Uh, Matt Morse says, what's up? Uh, he says, sup, y'all. So there you go. Richard Hughes says, yo, yo, yo. Uh, Vanessa Kitty says, hi, folks. Uh she was well, she study leather hide sites to buy some uh, for mittens and hats. So I guess Vanessa Kitty is making something. Um, and Gorillas and Guns says hashtag giant girl panties, giant girl. Okay, well I never the big big girls. The big girls need love. You do you like the big girls, Kevin? Um, you know I will I will say this, man. I am um. I am. I, yeah, look around to make sure the wife is not there. Make sure she's uh. Look, all right, this, this is how I feel. No, all shapes, sizes, they're, they're, they're in general, they're all beautiful, right? So I don't think that, that hey, if, if she big and she can rock it and she look good with it, go for it. If she's yeah. small and she can rock it and she look good to you, go for it. No matter. Yeah. Uh, typically, I don't discriminate against anything that I'm really into, like cars, guns, and women. Um, so, yeah, I'm totally cool with, uh, with, the big with the big ladies or whatever. But, you know, if there's one that's annoying, I am more annoyed by the bony ass ladies. Bony, like describe bony though. 
like just bony, like hip bones so sharp. Well, I, I don't want to get deep into this, but gotcha. you know, yeah. that is painful. Yeah, I got you. There, there's a boniness quotient <laughs> of when, you know, if you don't have a certain amount of meat on your potatoes, it becomes a very <laughs> uncomfortable situation when you're handling the situation, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I get you. Oh, you you don't want to comment on this, I see. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you're staying out of this one. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, Chris Bullis is also in here. He says, what's up, guys? Uh, Shooter uh, SD72 says, Diamond and Silk. That's who it was. Diamond and Silk. Shout out to Shooter SD72. Diamond and Silk. So what would we be if they're like Diamond and Silk? What would we like? You know, what's our because obviously like one's a diamond. So would I be like Ruby and you would be leather or why do I why the hell do you get to be a a, 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 a nice mineral and I'm no I, I'm I'm definitely the jewel. Ain't that some sh- you are the clothing, so you might be cotton. <laughs> you know, you wanna be cotton? No, man. Yeah. <laughs> we could be pearls and cotton or something. All clothes are cotton to a degree, right? I don't want to be polyester, I guess. So I <laughs> cotton's not, you could be Egyptian cotton or something like that. Cotton right? is pretty, that is nice. That is expensive. Yeah. I've only well, like you could, be, you could be wool. You could be wool. Like I don't sock. want to be wool. I don't want to be wool. It itches. No, not the socks. The socks don't itch. Uh, I just learned this during shop show. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard you guys tried on some new fancy socks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to be rocking. Right now, I am not wearing those socks. And when I do not wear those socks, it is incredibly uncomfortable to wear regular socks anymore. Mm. So I'm about to order. As a matter of fact, Lola is right now looking at the catalog. I shit you not. Lola is looking at the catalog and ordering me those because I am not never, ever wearing any other kind of socks. other than, Nothing but merino wool goes on these feetses. Okay. From now on. Okay. Seriously. What I have on tonight. I have on some. I have on some Skechers tonight. Oh, Skechers. Yeah, but I, I'm with you in general. I like. I, I can't buy the standard like Fruit of the Loom socks. I haven't been able to do that for years. Yeah. Like the socks have to have some kind of softness yeah. and support, like around the heel. You know. Yeah. Now you were a shot show. You didn't go to point six. No. Okay. Next year when you go to shot show. <laughs> Go to point to the point six booth. You can get a free pair of socks. No, oh, okay. Yeah, and then you could try it out. And when you try it out, let's. I want to know what happens. All right, remind me next year to make sure we do that. Unless they go to annual meetings, I don't know how many companies are gonna yeah. be down. There, but. Did you did you get your uh, the mug? Did you get one of those mugs? The Yeti. The Yeti mugs. Yeah, I got one of those. You got one of those. See, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, that in the phone scope. Did you did you get a phone scope? No. Yeah, I got no, to get the phone scope. Yeah, uh, so you got one. Yeah, I got one. Okay, you should be bringing the phone scope here on the show, man. That's I, what I, gotta, I, gotta, I want to do it when I like hook it up to something because you know I've only been well for like five days. I got, I can show it to you. Yeah, bring up the phone scope. Let me keep shouting out people here. So, uh, Mr. Bullshitter says hello, everyone. Matt Morris is also in here. Ifrain Rodriguez Jr. Um, Says the two ladies from Living in Living Color show. Well, okay, what were the two ladies? Uh, those two dudes, like cross dressing to two ladies, but I forgot what they were called. Remember that thing from In Living Color? Where is he gone? Now I'm here all by myself. Kevin is just a seat right there with the big ass Enforce banner. I mean, how the hell big? This Enforce banner is the most biggest thing. I hope Enforce is is uh you know taking good care of kevin for this massive ass banner 
that uh, he has behind his head. You guys, should, we should talk about Kevin and the Enforce while he's gone and he has no clue that we're talking about him. So um, I think everyone remembers the uh, In Living Color, but I can't remember what the ladies were on there. But they, but uh, one of them was, uh, was it Marlon or Damon that would do like some snaps or something? Hold on, hold on. You had an In Living Color question? Yeah. What is that? All right, I had that. Were, weren't, 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 um, weren't those guys, didn't they do a skit with uh, two ladies on there as well? Uh, got about, um, Damon Wayne's and um, was it Mar- Damon and Marlon or was it um, Damon and uh, Sean? Uh, David Allen Greer. It was David Allen Greer. Oh, it was David. Oh, it was David Allen Greer and Marlon. Okay, I think it was like because they used to do the two snaps and two snaps with a twist or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite show ever. My favorite show ever, man. In Living Color was so. Oh, go ahead, show that again. I was. The phone's good. While you, were gone, while you were gone, we weren't talking. We were not talking about. Hey, I heard that. you saying something about banners and enforce. So I'm pretty sure you were. Oh no, we no, we didn't do that. So they have a couple of these. Do you want to? You want to show it now? Uh, no, tease the people. Tease the people. I still got to go through the thing. All right, this is uh, a shot show exclusive. There you go. Phone scope. There you go. So this is why the people give away the free stuff for shot show. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so they could get plugs <laughs> on on shows, so like two, three people could see it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, in living color, I did like that man. Lots of awesomeness, awesomeness came out of in living color, and the Wayans brothers for sure. But yep. you also had uh, Jim Carrey in his heyday. You know, yep. Jim Carrey is not necessarily down with everything we're down with, but incredibly funny person has brought me lots of happiness. I find happiness in humor. So uh, Jim Carrey came out of that, but most importantly, J-Lo. J-Lo did come out of that. J-Lo, dude. Jenny from the block. Castle Hill, baby. The Bronx in the house. That, you know, I actually got into a massive argument with my girlfriend back in the time because, you know, I won't get into too many details about that. But I had a girlfriend who was Puerto Rican. We, We lived in the Bronx. I lived there for a period of time. She grew up in the Bronx. Not far. And they I guess they knew J-Lo and everything. But her cousin got really mad one time at me and started telling me off because I said that J-Lo was hot. And I was apparently not allowed to say that J-Lo was hot while I was dating her cousin. Really? So, yeah, that became like a whole big argument. I was supposed to gouge out my eyes and lock my eyes up somewhere and ignore the booty. You know what? All, all you're doing right now, Hank, is feeding into a stereotype. You know that, right? Why? Because, you know, I always like to ask silly questions. So now the stereotype is that um, Hispanic women can be um, a little bit hot tempered when they think that you are doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Like, you know, it was always warned that if you want to be a player, do not date a Hispanic woman because they will will express to you how displeased they are with you being dishonest with them. So you can't, um, you know, I'm just saying. So if you were yeah, looking the, yeah, the Latin ladies, I mean, yes, it's, it is a stereotype or whatever, but uh, I'm, just saying. I'm going to say it's not far from true. Okay. So it's very close to what's the truth. I mean, that particular girlfriend used to have nightmares about me dating black chicks. What? She, yeah, she would just have a nightmare that I was like dating some black chick. And then, and then well, like, well, look what I happened. would get cursed out. Yeah, look what happened. Yeah. Was she really that far off? Uh, you didn't just date a black chick. You married a, a legit African. So yeah, I mean, she well, was kind of, I like I like all ladies. Well, like all the women in the world. Your future. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
It could be true. It could be true. Maybe she was psychic. <laughs> but uh, she was also crazy. But, but she was, I'm assuming that she, she was, she was beautiful. Uh, yeah, well, you know, she was all right. Yeah, she was all right. I don't know, somebody, do you, how much crazy, how much beauty is worth the crazy in a general, in general? Like how much crazy, let's ask people in the chat, how much crazy would you take? Like what's the ratio between crazy and beauty? Will you do 95% beauty, 5% crazy? Will you do 5% crazy if she's gorgeous as heck? I guess it's the same thing. I'm not going above 50-50. The 50-50? Yeah, right. I'm not going above. If the, if the craziness level goes to 51 and the, you know, then forget that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I want, so I don't know if I'm saying that properly, but it needs to be balanced out in other words, mm -hmm. you know, but if the craziness level is high, even if the beauty level is high, I'm not, no, thank you. <laughs> Somebody yeah. said that, said, um, uh, if, if heaven wasn't so far, AK said the crazy ones make you feel important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's only so much craziness I could personally take. So, X says no amount of hotness is worth full crazy. No, no, full crazy. I wouldn't do. I would do. I would go up to fifty percent crazy. I guess is the best way to say it. So if like a, if you have a hundred percent beauty, I think someone did the hot crazy matrix. Yeah, um, that's one of uh, Jaeger's folks did the hot crazy hot matrix. Crazy matrix. Lawyer, yeah, his lawyer did the hot crazy matrix, which I recommend people look at. It's funny as hell. But um, if you got a hundred percent crazy and a hundred percent beautiful, no fucking way. That is not worth it. That's how you wind up a crackhead. You know, that's how you wind up a crackhead, homeless, in prison. <laughs> All kinds of stuff happens to you over 100% crazy and 100% beautiful. I would rather have, like, below 50% crazy, but even also, like, you know, even if that means you lose off on the beauty. Like, the, even if the beauty goes below that, because I think a lot of time beauty is in your attitude, Mm -hmm. I find with people. So there's some very beautiful people that I know that have very, very bad attitudes. And then there's some people who are average or not as beautiful and they have such a great open attitude that, you know, it makes them more beautiful in your, in my eyes. So I can, I can rock with that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I've, I've, I've successfully navigated my single days without ever having like a busted car window or flattened tires because man, I'll tell a lot of, a lot of people, man, you can crazy has signs. You see the crazy. You just ignored it. Right. Because, you, you know, you were all into all the beauty and the body and all that. Next thing. Did you I just hear your wife say cray cray? No, she didn't say cray cray. She will say cray cray, though. Oh, oh OK. She, she, she'll get a little hip on you. Now and then. Yeah. But she didn't say that. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't play the crazy. I don't do the I don't do the drama and the where you at and who you went and who is that in the background and what's yeah. going to your phone. That's that's no. Yeah. Also, part of this matrix that that guy left out is how fucking crazy are you yourself? So if you are a very calm person and very <laughs> mild mannered and even tempered, you could deal with more craziness. But if you have two crazy ass people, <laughs> two crazy ass people is never a good combination. So um, I know I have been known to bring my own crazy craziness level. The situation so like with me and lola lola is pretty even tempered you know so me being a little bit crazy is okay right okay with lola because right. she's more even tempered than me and she'll like pull me down make like make me relax and you know tell me okay you're getting a little bit crazy now but if if we were both crazy oh my goodness yeah 
That's how that's how you get to uh, DEFCON one and the end of the end of days. Yeah, so. that's another reason not to deal with the crazy woman. To your point, is you know, you you don't want to be dealing with a crazy woman and she goes out and it's not ladylike and then volunteers you for fights that you're not aware that you're going to be in. You know, like the guy at her job makes her mad. And she's like, oh, I'm going to let him know to come beat you up. And then you pull up. She forgot to send you the text message. And you just get punched in the face. Like, <laughs> uh, you're saying this like this happened to you, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? It was. um No, he didn't. He didn't punch me in the face. He knew better. But I did have um uh, man. I don't know. It was a while ago, a decade or better ago. And this girl I was dating was arguing with this guy at work. And she had a little, little, little attitude problem. But what she neglected to tell me, she told me everything he did and neglected to tell me anything she did, right? So this guy did make the statement, though, without her volunteering it, that in the next time that your uh, your guy drops you off at work, I'm going to beat you up in front of him to prove to you he a punk. I'm like, well, don't, don't do that because, you know, I'm going to have to do something about it. So when we pulled up to, her, to his to her job to drop her off, he was walking by the car, getting out of the car with a bunch of his friends. And he walked by the car and she was getting out and he flinched at her like he was going to punch her. So when I got out the car and um, started approaching him, his buddies got out the car. And so now he gets real tough because he's like got three friends with him. And then he went to the car and they like start opening trunks like if something about to go down. And I kept coming towards the car. And then his friend said, uh, no, anybody is crazy enough to keep walking up on four dudes. And so he got in the car and he was standing outside by himself and his buddies left him. Yeah, I learned that. I learned that a long time ago in New York, man. Dudes who have to go to trucks or whatever don't live long. <laughs> you know, that like stupid thing, like I'm going to go to my trunk or I'm going to go home. That's bullshit. Yeah. you And if yeah. you're really about to change, I'll make it anyway. But that, yeah. that yeah, brings a whole other side of me. But yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was but, but I learned then. And when I asked her, but I would say, hey, you know, because I had another friend that worked with her. And that friend was like, uh, did she tell you everything that happened? It's like, well, yeah. And you know, I said the story. He was like, well, you're missing some stuff. Like how she was poking him in the head. And uh, would bump him when she walked by him. It was like, I don't know if they, so she was antagonizing him. And I, she never told me that part, right? So he had, I yeah, can kind of. This sounds like they had some kind of sexual tension. No, that's, what I, that's what I said. I said, I think yeah. they, um, I think they had some. some that's some, like back in, uh, in kindergarten and stuff like that. When yeah. girls liked you, so they, they pulled your hair and all that kind of craziness. Yep. Yeah, that's what that sounded like. So Learned. good thing you got out of that one. <laughs> Yep, man. I try to avoid it. I don't do. You know what? Another. I tell guys all the time. Also, avoid that woman, or if you, if you're younger, like in your twenties, that young lady. Avoid that one that tells you, like you know, you walk up to her and you're like, you know, you getting to know her. Hey, how are you? However you approach women, and she'll be respectful. By the way, she should always approach ladies with respect. And you try to get to know her, and she's like, well, I just want to let you know that my ex or uh, the guy I used to be with, he's a little crazy. Walk away. Don't entertain anything else in the conversation. Walk away. Because what she's telling you is she condones it. And he probably is still lurking around for real. Or he has the mental capacity to be able to scare her, which is going to intrude on you. You're like, hey, I want to come over. He sends a text like I'm going to be watching your house tonight while he's out with his boys. Ain't coming over there no way. And then she tells you you can't come over. Like, just avoid it. Just walk away, man. Or when he gets out of prison, he's going to beat your ass. Or that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you hear stories all the time where, you know, um, crazy exes kill the current and the, the ex, you know, that, that happens all the time. So as soon as she says, oh, he's just a little crazy, I have uh, everything else is, uh, 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 and just walk away. 
Yeah. Like, One thing I'm definitely allergic to is crazy. I would rather take stupid over crazy. That's how much, uh, uh, you know. That brings and, up- and, I, and I am not a fan of stupid either. I like intelligent people. I like to hang around people more intelligent than me, which is not tough to do, but... You know, I cannot, I would rather deal with stupid than crazy. So there you go. All right. Listen, let me, let's, uh, we can, we can get, we can talk about this yeah, all day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Stealth Hunter 1000 is in here. He says hi to everyone. Highway Run 77 says great show last night. Um, Matt Moore says smash those thumbs up. So there you go. Uh, Gorillas and Guns says hashtag jazz hands. So uh, um, I, I don't know what's wrong with your hands, Gorillas and Guns. You should wash your hands, my friend. Please. Wash your hands. No. no we know <laughs> so this is for now. Yeah. Where is Tyvin? Tyvin is obviously not in yeah. the in the chat tonight. <laughs> Tyvin, Tyvin, Tyvin. Yeah, Tyvin's not in there blocking people's asses tonight, obviously. Um uh so here we go. Michael Ben uh wait, well, hold on. Tim not Tim says, Do you think that Trump has asked about being able to drive an aircraft carrier in the parade? <laughs> Um, I don't know. Michael Bender says, hashtag Diamond and Silk are the Trump girls. Um, uh, Moo Butt says, what it do? So, and Vanessa Kitty says, what size panties do you consider big? Or do you imply adult age by the weird big, by the word big, I'm assuming. So what size panties do you consider big, Kevin, Pixie? If you think that I'm touching that question, <laughs> race. I ain't answering it. <laughs> mm. uh, this must be the people want to know. Vanessa Kitty wants to know what size. Um, how do yeah, you? Look, I have to. I have to live in this crazy world. I'm gonna have to come off this show and walk in public. All right. And believe it or not, like three people on this earth know me when I walk outside, and I don't want two of them stabbing me in the neck. Because <laughs> um, I said this size, and I'm like, so what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? You know, no. Yeah. Well, it could be, it could be a good thing. It could be. But I mean, thing. to some people, a size four could be big. You know, because they really, really like them tiny. Um, they like the size zero. Group. Is that what panties go by? Size fours? I thought panties were like, like extra small, small, small you know, medium, extra big, double extra. I thought it went like. Uh, uh, depends. I know some of them. You know, depending on a woman's waist, they go by that. Yeah, Lola. What size do panties go by? Is it by a number or a letter? Like B A, does that mean big ass? <laughs> it goes by both. So if you're like extra large B A, <laughs> that's elephantitis of the boot of the glutamus maximus. Or what's going? No, Lola doesn't want to touch this either. Nope. Lola doesn't want to say anything about this either. They're all they're all beautiful. Doesn't matter what what the what the temple looks like if the if the 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 inside is nice and they're all beautiful. I, okay. I mean, I tell you what, there have been some big girls. Uh, the last couple of years, you ever seen like when they do the dances? Like they had a they had a bigger woman now doing all the dances that normally the small women do. Are you they, talking about booty clapping or not the booty clapping? I'm really talking about like dance. Like uh, there was a there was a large size ballet dancer. I forget her name. There's um there are the girls down there doing a lot of the hip hop shows with those all those choreographic moves and all that. And those, those some of those big girls, man, are are getting down, like huh. getting down, down. Oh yeah, every, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've, you know, I, I, I just don't think I don't I, fall I, into the. Go I don't fall into the whole. You have to be a certain height and the you know a certain skin tone, and your eyes have to be like like I don't like a woman that spends more time putting on her beauty than reading a book. Mm-hmm. 
And I and I, I look at it different anyway. I actually, if I tell somebody that you're fine, like if you look at like how you say you like the fine ladies, the mm-hmm. fine women's. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I say that you're fine, I'm probably more or less than saying that you had to get up and make your way, make yourself look that way. If I say that you're gorgeous or adorable, that's natural beauty to me. That just means you're just a beautiful person. And to me, um, that gorgeous and adorable look, that natural, just beautiful woman. I think that lasts longer than fine because I would like to be able to wake up to you and just know that you're beautiful inside and out. Then I got to wait till you wake up, lose your attitude and spend three hours in the mirror before I can start to stand. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, has to get up early before you. Right. And go put the beauty on. All right, cool. Let me let me I'm almost done with this. Um, so uh, MW Tactical says, if we get thumb for thumb with the people in the chat, I will jump out of a plane and come to St. Louis and get my hug from KD. Jesus. Man. Um, plus, I will bring whatever size panties KD wants. That's what, he <laughs> said. that's what he says right there. I swear that's written there. You can go uh, get up yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Vanessa Kitty says, hello, cuteness. So I don't know. Maybe she liked your answer there. Um, Hamburger Helper says, hi, strange nation. Hashtag droopy burls. <laughs> uh, Chris Bullis says, hashtag cuteness. Oh, they were talking to the cuteness when the cuteness. Oh, yeah, when she was up there waving. Man, oh, you see? Catch up. Yeah, I just caught up to that. There you go. <laughs> Joe Carpenter says, hashtag doghouse Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't in the doghouse. I was smart about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see what else is going in here. Uh, hold on, hold on. Um, yeah, so Music Lover says, uh, so L228 wants to know where this is going. And... Um, yeah, Vanessa Kitty is apologizing for taking us off the rails. You know, Music Lover says booty gun chat, question mark, question mark. <laughs> and Chris uh, Billa says hashtag if you could squeeze it in. Uh, Brian Quick says, I actually can't stand the word panties. It's creepy sounding. Uh, what's more creepy sounding is moist panties. That should be damn near illegal to say, especially if you have a mustache. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Okay. Um, Stealth Hunter 1000 says plus size thick. DC2 Megaboo says uh, you can clean your guns with big panties. Mm. Uh, And Joe Carpenter says panties that can cover the San Andreas fault. So there you go. Uh, Music Lover says Vanessa Kitty, don't get Hank started. So there you go. and uh, Tim Not Tim says, uh, new topics keep the show from getting stale. So there you go. Uh, so uh, ri- uh, Rising Tide Outdoor says, hold on, need my big girl panties for this conversation. I think we should make big girl panties. What? I'm all for that. Yes, we, we should make and have our own. Maybe we can talk to uh, Forge from Freedom and see if we can make panties. Like, can we sell panties, big girl panties? Uh, you might want to make sure you get a female like sponsor for that. That probably uh, no. What do we need? Why do we need a female? Sponsor? Uh, yeah, a bunch of dudes talking about guns and panties. We already have enough problems. No, I am gonna sell Sam. I'm gonna ask Sam right now. Sam, can we make big girl panties? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. You got to put like three extra question marks in there so he knows that we are serious about the big girl panties. I will find out for the people. It's not me. I don't want to do it. I think the people want us 
to make our own line of big girl panties. Who's going to wear them? Uh, big girls. That's who wears the big girl panties. So I'm discriminating against um, and, and his answer is, yep. So I'm going to say, good, let's do that. See that? <laughs> it's going to happen, people. Big girl panties are on the way. Big girl panties are on the way from Forge from Freedom. It's going to be in the uh, in the in the Hank Strange uh, collection of Fortune Freedom pretty soon. So let me see. I'm probably missing people here. Uh, DC Two Mega Boost, Joe Carpenter, Mike Riot, Joshua Levy. Uh, my back hurts. <laughs> uh, he says I um, I I keep seeing Walt everywhere. I don't know what what's up with that. Um, Bricks is also in the in the house. He says big burl panties. So no, you, you, will not, we, you will not mess up my burl. No, okay. we are doing a whole line of panties. Oh, Walter, you're here just hang in on, time, man. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. I'm hearing my name. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what up, Walt? Oh my gosh, look at that sexy man. I got my genuine Belgian paratrooper yeah. coat on. <laughs> you are official. What up, Walt? What's up, man? Will you um will you uh you drinking you, orange juice, Kevin? Yes, sir. I just had some right before I got home myself. Yeah. Were you stuck out in the weather fixing something or? Uh, Pet, uh Spencer's car decided it didn't want to start, so it's oh. a it's about a mile and a half from the home, parked in a parking lot. So I'll go deal with it tomorrow. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, did you get it? Did you get it running? Um, those cars should not be difficult. <laughs> You know, so, okay, we'll see what's going on with that. Welcome to the show, Walter. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. We Thank were you. just discussing panties, and we are getting into our own line of big girl panties. So, um, trademark Hank Strange situation. Tactical fat. Yeah. Oh, tactical fat is also another line we will do. We will, For the ladies, we're going to have big girl panties, and for the dudes, we'll have tactical fat panties. <laughs> you can't, Hank, Jesus Christ. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It can be done. Okay, Lola is saying that we have to talk about the news and stuff like that. So okay. Okay. Walter is here. Let's get into it. Walter's also in his uh paramilitary regalia right now. Yep. It looks like he's commanding a tank at the moment. So one of the <laughs> things we wanted to talk about was the news stuff. And there's a whole bunch of news things going on, but most specifically, did you hear this thing that uh, Trump wanted a military parade? Do you think is that fake news? Did you hear about this, Walter? Well, where did oh that uh, Will Keller Killer Keller says tactical whiteies. Um, um, where did you hear that at? Who who put that out there? I haven't heard. There's it. lots of news, like um, you know, there's lots of news. If you search Trump military parade, you're going to see lots of people. NPR, NBC, New York Times. New York oh. Times says 41 minutes ago. Here, let me read this art. Now, okay. you know, obviously, we know where the Times is coming from, but I'll read this from the New York Times. It says uh, Trump wants a military parade, but not everyone is in step. So, what's wrong with the military? That's what I don't get. Yeah, so that's what we're going to discuss, you know. Um, watch, so, so from Washington, tanks, oh, jets, and other killing machines painted olive drab and tan could be rolling the, the routes of the nation's capital later this year for a peacetime parade inspired by President Trump. The Pentagon is planning, is in the planning stages for an event that was last held in Washington in the summer of 1991 
after the end of the 41-day Gulf War was celebrated with a $12 million victory parade. But on Wednesday, Defense Secretary Jim Mathis avoided the word parade when tersely responding to reporters at the White House who asked about the possible show of force. Oh, my God. We might offend someone now. We can't be too forceful. (laughs) We can't celebrate our victories, can we? If we're doing if we're doing it for, you know, celebration, military, America, that cool, man, rock out. You know, Uh, we got to We got to we need we need a reason to smile. So I'll be all for that. But if if we're doing it for the simple show of force, like just to like upstage North Korea, um, then it's unnecessary because there is no comparison. Like what what do we do? So if we're doing it for the nation, we're doing it for, you know, America, we're doing it for our, our men and women, we're doing it as a celebratory thing for us, rock on, let's let's get it going. If we're doing it just for the sole purpose of let's show, you know, Kim on what we have, he know what we got. We ain't got to show him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, um, we can show him what we got in another way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if I know how we can show them what we have. We wait for the winter Olympics. We can put Olympics it right up his backside. That's yeah, right. we wait for the Winter Olympics to start, and we mushroom cloud North Korea <laughs> during the Olympics. That's not very sportsmanlike. Uh, I don't believe in being sport- sportsmanlike. I totally I believe in cheating. And, Win at uh, all costs, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mushroom cloud the country. I would definitely like to see that man come out of power, though, because you, you know, and and we learn things piece by piece. I know. Um, I started learning. What was that? It was a couple months ago. The with the guy I think was a former soldier, and he like ran across the demilitarized zone. Did you guys see mm-hmm. that video? Yeah, yeah. They shot him up. They shot him up, and they yeah. said they were pulling worms and all kind of worms, stuff out right. of that guy's body because they couldn't get medical care. Like if he's really treating his people like that, then you know the regime needs to go, and maybe those people. Can finally be free because that's yeah. that's got to be hell. If your soldiers have worms crawling in them and can't get health care, what the hell is happening to your regular population? Yeah, well, everything we see from North Korea is a front. Everything they put on is a front. So I'm not saying that they don't launch uh, missiles and stuff like that. Obviously, they do, but that's where the money goes. And they're under a lot of sanctions and things like that. But everything there is a front that we see. Hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure I've told you guys this before. I think they knew the Olympics was coming to South Korea and they used that as leverage to make some things happen. I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of people. Um, what is it called? Uh, when you when you go from one side to the other. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're going to see lots of people defecting during the the Winter Olympics themselves. With all seriousness, I think it's a good time to freaking use some Moabs and all that and free the people of North Korea, man. You know, okay. why not? Okay. Why not? I mean, okay. you know, why, why like, why are we doing traditional shit? It, we, I think we got Trump there to do it. And to get back to the subject of the military parades, I think that's cool, man. I will actually go down to D.C. for that, you know, uh, to see all those tanks and aircrafts and you know, the soldiers and all that kind of right. stuff. And, and yeah, you know. say, you know, get out there and say, you know what? We, we got your back. We yeah. appreciate absolutely you guys. Nothing, absolutely nothing wrong um, getting a little worked up every once. A little patriotic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no wrong with that. No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, you know. Let's make um, a full show out of it. What what the heck, man? And don't invite everybody. <laughs> yeah, let's make a full show out of it. I think you should be able to go down there and maybe you donate to some military charity and you get to like ride in that attack helicopter. <laughs> oh, baby, those donations gonna have to be pretty big. <laughs> you know, you get to roll down the street in this tank or this MRAP or something like that. I'm down with that. Sure. I can make videos all day like that. 
I'm an American and I'm in awe of our military force, man. That's stuff. It's like I, I used to not that you should not that we're bullies, right? But if if the for people in the world, the country in the world that do look at us as bullies, that'd be one bully I just will leave alone. Yeah. The right. only thing I think that would be sad is if we do all of that and then we take away gun rights from people. You know, that's the part of it that I'm not for to have the military be. You know, it should never be that the military has more guns than the people. I think we should be able to have tanks and attack helicopters and F-15s or whatever the hell it is, you know, fighter aircraft, if we could afford it. Right. That's what I believe. We should be able to have those things. The sad thing would be that we celebrate all the all those kinds of things like the military, which is not a sad thing. That's awesome to celebrate. And then we celebrate the freedom and the military might and all that. And then we're like, the people screw you. Yeah, that'd, that'd be bad. <laughs> so that would be a negative. But, you know, that that's all um, that's all remains to be seen, apparently, until after the frickin midterms. All right. I'm just I'm just looking at I'm just looking at uh, Fox News and the, the front of Fox News's page. Mm-hmm. It goes from. You know, of course, of course, Obama knew about the the wiretapping. That's oh, the, now. The, the FBI. There's no. text. There's text that is saying that, you know, that um to make sure he's up to date on everything. Um, yeah, but this was this was in the Hillary investigation. This is when the whole Russia thing, too, and all that. So, mm-hmm. hey, look who it is. Let me see your yeah. face. The Let me see your face. Now say hi. Hi. Hello. What's up, cuteness? Nothing. Dora the Explorer is in the building. Yeah. Pajamas. Yeah, it's Dora the Explorer pajamas, right? Mm-hmm. What do you surprise some old dudes know about Dora? <laughs> Dora the I had children's too. Yeah. And I got older ones than you. <laughs> yeah. Did they? Were they? Huh? Yeah, that's Dora the Explorer. We watch that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Boots right, right, right on the yeah. back. Yeah, Boots is the monkey, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Sidekick. Dora's sidekick. Yeah, he's a blue monkey. Yep, yep. He's not blue. No, I don't think he's <laughs> blue either. I don't think he's blue. No. Is he? Well, he's kind of blue, but he's light blue. Not what dark. About, they still have Blue's Clues on? Blue's Clues? I never watched that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What about Tim? The only characters I know are Boots and Dora. Oh, oh and our friend Diego. Oh, Diego. Diego, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, no Kim Possible? My daddy is Diego. I'm down a Hispanic young Hispanic boy following strange little girls through the woods. That's not a good look. <laughs> That's what Diego do. <laughs> That's not a good look. Apparently, someone needs to investigate Diego. I'm gonna check his legal status. Would you like to go to, to Washington D.C. and see a bunch of uh, fighter jets and tanks and stuff? Um, what's that? The soldiers, the military, like the tanks and stuff. The parade, the tank a parade. Would you like to go see that kind of stuff? Mm. Probably be some bands and sure, yeah. sure, okay, yeah. You on know, my birthday, on your it has so the parade has to be on your birthday. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. <not bad. laughs> oh yes. Why not? Yeah, every girl wants a parade on her birthday. <laughs> so yeah, say tell them they can do it as long as it's on her birthday. All right. What day cool. is that? I won't tell the the pervs that might be a stalking. Oh, okay. Is that a is that a warm day? It is a warm day. Uh okay. ish. Warm ish. Warm ish. Okay. Ish. Okay. You know what would be cool with that parade? If they let us also bring our 
Military vehicles. Yeah, if we can come up there with our military vehicles and our guns, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, dude. And march of the parade. Oh, and like, this is the militia now. Here comes no, the militia. Well, down Pennsylvania Avenue. There was well, one military vehicle. They said, all right, guys, you get one, you get to operate one vehicle for 10 minutes. Which vehicle would you choose? Okay. Uh, uh, M1 Abrams. Aircraft, it can be a ground vehicle, whatever. M1 Abrams. I would choose Gecko Mobile. I would choose the Owl Glider. Caitlin is just not. I think it would have to be like I think it would have to be like a Black Hawk helicopter or something like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'll make it rain. (laughs) All right, I'm scrolling down. I got to touch this thing. I found this very interesting. Bizarre interviews. The headline: Quincy Jones says he dated Ivanka Trump and knows who killed Kennedy. (laughs) All right, the first one could be true. The second one, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, I believe, I believe I Quincy's think, a pimp. I think yeah, Quincy's hadn't had his medicine or something because uh, could be a, how old is Quincy Jones at this point? Like, I don't 80. know, man. He's up there. Yeah, he's he might be eighty or something like that, but he could know. Dated Ivanka Trump? Yeah, oh, that's uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's far fetched. Not because no, I, we're talking about Ivanka. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know about, who we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about Ivanka. It's possible. I mean, she's how long is that? She's always been a model. Is that like her? The thing she's always done, been known for being a, a model. No, she wasn't a model, I don't think. Um, no, we're not talking Melania. We're talking Ivanka. Ivanka, oh, his, daughter, his daughter, his daughter, his daughter. Nah, he didn't Hold on. How old is Trump's daughter? She's 30-something, I think. Okay, well, Quincy might be in a little trouble. Please, Quincy, tell me who killed Kennedy, please. I want to yeah, hear we, that one. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, you we, never we, know. You know he no, might what movie been, was that? Maybe, maybe. maybe he has been watching a lot of, was that The, um, the Rock? What movie was it? <laughs> What movie was that where uh, Nicolas Cage found like the The Rock? The Rock that was the Rock when they went to the church at the end? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, and got like the and it was like, honey, you want to know who killed Kennedy? When it, oh no, you're talking oh, about National Treasure. You're yeah, talking about National Treasure. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're talking about National Treasure. Now, what you were talking about before, Walter, yes. with um the text messages from the FBI, that was that, about that was about Clinton. Yeah, but it ties um it's those two the two lovers that have been doing the that were doing the text messages said that right that, um basically that they had to brief the big boss on uh, what was going on the status and everything. So, yeah. And Comey did that supposedly. So they prepped the papers for Comey to show to the big guy. So um yeah, it's all leading back. Everybody's guilty. So. Yeah, I think we know all this is going on. Um, you know, we know all this is going on. Okay, Quincy Jones was saying a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's what they said. It was a bizarre interview. So Quincy Jones on Michael Jackson, the Beatles, and Trump. Well, he knows about Michael. On, on the eve of his 85th birthday, legendary record producer Quincy Jones covered a lot of controversial ground in a wide-ranging interview at New York Magazine. Sometimes when you get old, you go, you know what? I'm going to put all the shit out there now because I'm about to die. And okay. uh, it doesn't matter. So in the, the Frank interview touched on light affair like astrology. Um, and then in, um, in uh, parentheses or whatever, he's a Pisces. So am I. So you're a Pisces? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm also a Pisces. Oh man, look at that. Yeah. What are you, Kevin? You just Kevin? Where'd he go? He's gone. Oh man. Well, I Kevin, found that kind of interesting. Kevin is a knucklehead of Um it says uh 
the Frank interview touch on light affair like astrology and dating Ivanka Trump to why our race relations and feminism are imperative movements right now. Um, Jones gave many opinions about the music industry, namely that it no longer exists, <laughs> uh-huh. but is optimistic about artists like Bruno Mars, Chance the Rapper, Kendrick Lamar, Sam Smith, and Mark Ronson. Um, so he goes on and on. What do you say about Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson lifted music from Donna Summer. It says really? he stole a lot of songs, Jones said, mm-hmm. citing Donna Summer's state of independence, from which he claimed Jackson lifted the riff of his 1982 hit, Billie Jean. Wow. Hmm. Um, he was as Machiavellian as they come. Greedy man, greedy, he said. Jones also said that he used to um, kill Jackson over his plastic surgery, calling the late pop stars vitiligo justification bullshit. <laughs> well, OK, I agree with that one. He says uh, he thought the Beatles were terrible musicians. Paul was the worst bass player I ever heard. And Ringo, don't even talk about it. <laughs> Jones said, said calling the legendary man no playing motherfuckers. What? Wow. <laughs> the mega producer singled out Ringo Starr, who he worked with on his solo album. I remember once Ringo had taken out, um, taken three hours for a four bar thing he was trying to fix on a song. He couldn't get it. We said, mate, why don't you get some lager and lime? some shepherd's pie and take, an <laughs> and take an hour and a half and relax a little bit. So he did. And we called Ronnie Varel, a jazz drummer. Ronnie came in for 15 minutes and tore it up. Ringo comes back and says, George, can you play it back for me one more time? So George did. And Ringo says, that didn't sound so bad. And I said, yeah, motherfucker, because it ain't you. <laughs> wow. Well, wow. I, be- I believe that kind okay. of stuff. Because- yeah. So, yeah. Well, if you believe that, you have to believe some of the rest of the stuff, too, man. Come on. I guess. I don't know. You know, look, let me tell you. What do they say? What is it like an old tiger or an old lion is dangerous? I guess. Yeah. You know, when you get old, like you, start talking, you, know, he's like, yeah, you start talking a lot of shit. You start naming names. Because <laughs> you start what? thinking, you know, when I die, I can't say anything. It don't matter no more. No. Yeah. So right. get it out. put it out there now. Well, yeah, that was, I found that kind of interesting. No, that was interesting, Walter. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, that was cool. Um, what was the other thing? So do you guys want to touch on this uniformed officer asked to leave gun-free Outback Steakhouse because of service weapon? Yes. Yeah. So let's touch on that. Walter, I think we touched on it a little bit yesterday. Yeah, but I, I, I thought it wasn't an actual policeman. It was a, oh, it was a, like a wildlife Officer. So there's a lot of different stories going on here, but this is from Fox News. Um, oh, it's got to be real. Uh, a uniformed officer carrying his service weapon was asked to leave an Outback Steakhouse restaurant because it's a designated gun-free zone. Uh, Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency okay. officer Andrew Ward went to Outback Steakhouse to have dinner with his wife Friday evening. He wrote in a public Facebook post. Ward said in the post that a manager approached him and requested that he put his gun in his truck. Ward told the manager that he could not because he was in uniform and had to have his weapon on his person. Uh, The manager left to make a call, Ward writes, and then returned to ask Ward and his wife to leave because Outback is a gun-free zone. Hmm. Um, Yeah, the post has been taken down from Facebook. Ward noted that he does not blame the manager but was angered by the treatment an armed, uniformed law enforcement officer who is sworn to protect and serve the public public received. Um, 
So since Ward posted the incident on Facebook, he said a representative for Outback contacted him and apologized for what they called a mistake. In a statement to News Channel 9, the director of media and community relations for Outback's parents company, Bloomin Brand, said, we've always allowed uniformed law enforcement officers to carry their sidearms inside our restaurants. A manager made a mistake, and, and we have discussed this with her. We have contacted the guest personally and apologized. Mm. So... Yeah. Uh, wait, one more thing. One, there's one more paragraph and then and then we can talk about it. Ward said the chain told him there was another customer that was scared for her life, quote unquote, who was seated across from the couple and said she was afraid because police are shooting people. <laughs> according to Ward's post, this customer went on to demand to be escorted to her vehicle out of fear of being shot. OK, now let's discuss. So one Stupidity and fear have no bounds. So you are a the, the manager. I don't care if this guy's wildlife, um, patrolman, SWAT officer. I don't care what he is. He's in uniform and he's armed. He goes in to have a meal. You, manager lady, I don't care who said what to you, don't have the common sense. You're so anti-gun and you are saying that Outback is such a gun-free zone that you don't even want the, the armed men and women protecting that protect the public to protect you while they're there, right? Which, if you guys didn't know, is why um, Leos a lot of times go into places in yeah. uniform because they essentially, they don't say this, but what you're doing is providing an intimidating source against crime, and normally you receive some kind of compensation, discount on your food or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, but what if what if there is someone else who comes in there armed, um, you know, which I think people have the right to do, depending on where they are. They have it. They have that right no matter what in, in America. But there's places that take that away from them. But let's say someone else goes in there armed for a nefarious purpose, bad reasons. Who the hell are they going to call it's the police? If they have a gun, if they have a no gun policy, how the hell are the police coming into the store when they can't bring their guns in because there's someone else in there with a gun? Then what? <laughs> That's that, and that's where the, the the fear, the stupidity, and the fear mix. Because how, how do you you like simpleton? When a person came to you and said, "I'm so scared of the police shooting people that I need to be escorted to my car," to, who the who the hell is escorting you to the car? I don't know. I would just say, take your snowflake ass out of the fucking restaurant. <laughs> And then yeah, how, that's basically what I would like say. How does this person function in driving down the street? Like, right? Right. Do they ever see a patrol right. car where they live? Like, how do they function? Ah! You know, like, that's just, I don't know. They're stupid. Um, I'm glad that they did resolve it with the guy, though. I know they sent him, like, a gift card and, you know, they issued the public apology. Um, but I think that that's, but if they're mistaken, these anti-gun folks, please don't get it twisted. If they can disarm the average everyday American, if they're successful at that, they will start to restrict law enforcement next. Wow. Well, why, now that there are no guns, you know, in a fantasy world, now there are no guns, why do you guys need to have guns? They don't want to do that because a lot of people eat it. A lot of law enforcement and their families eat at these places and they won't be then. Yeah, I think no matter what they say, people should stop going to Outback for a long time. You know, ultimately, whatever policy they have, if they're saying, well, no, we have this policy, but it's not for uniformed police officers, then who is it for? You know, no one wants a criminal running into their restaurant with a gun, obviously, to rob them. 
but you can't, especially like in places like in Florida, if I have the right to be armed, conceal carry, and I'm in a restaurant, you can't tell me I can't be armed in there. I know there's other places that don't have that. And to be honest with you, even here in Florida, there's movie theaters that even though that's against the law, they try to do that. They try to tell you that you can't be armed in there and forget those people. I'm just not going to go there, you know? Yeah. So they have this policy regardless. They could say, oh, well, we don't have this policy for police officers. This is only for what? Everyone else. Right. You know, you're not allowed to have you or you should not be allowed to have this policy for other people. You know, whether you see them carrying or not, or if a guy sits down and he might be concealed carrying, but something, you know, he he prints or something for a second and then someone gets all crazy. Now you're going to kick him out of there, too. You know, that's their policy, regardless of the backtracking with this particular officer. This is their policy. We should definitely not support people that have these kinds of stupid ass policies. Ultimately, they need to get hurt in the pocketbook. That's where they need to suffer. Anyone that has a policy like this. They need to suffer and not get our money. I agree. I tell people all the time, your power is in the cash, man. If you start restricting their money and you letting them know today you're going to suffer, you know, you, you know, three or four percent is a big deal to companies. So it doesn't have to be half of their income, but that's a big deal because of dumb policies. And if you're so fearful that, and and I don't know what kind of conversations they have internally about their safety briefings to make that manager um, not see common sense, but yeah, after I saw it, I'm like, no, I'm not going to lie. It's not like I, I go in there all the time anyway. But you know what? Based off that, because you're right, you have to still have some type of conversations or some policy. And since you're a national chain, it's got to be everywhere. Yeah. But you know what? That's fine. I'm good. You stay over there. Keep sizzling steaks and I'll go somewhere else and get a different steak. Right. There you go. Yeah. They obviously don't need our support. They don't need our money. Um, you know, that's fine. They're, they're obviously anti-gun. So. You know, that's now, I will I will give a shout out to one place since, since we're talking about food and guns. I got to tell you guys a real quick story. So I'm going to tell you one place you should go support based off my experience. So I finished up this gun class. Uh, I was training all day. I started a basic concealed carry class at 8 a.m., ran it to four, got done with it at four. And at 430, I started an advanced class and that went to 1130 at night. So I was I was like I say that to say I was deliriously tired. Right. Mm-hmm. And um. But as you guys know, one of the things, one of the rituals you have to do after you take a gun class is go break bread. Right. You take an advanced type of class. You have to go eat. So the guys want to go eat. So we go around to the steak and shake. I'm I'm stupid tired. Now, there are about 12, 13 guys. We walk in and we all sit down and I see a couple of waitresses kind of freaking out. But then this manager comes, starts to walk toward me. And then I said, oh, now I'm, I'm all in my NOC stuff. So it's clear that I'm some kind of business. And. I paid attention that about eight or nine of us were open carrying because we just came from the class. We didn't like take anything off. Um, and she walks over and she was like, Hey, how are you? I'm like, Oh, we're fine. And I'm just waiting on the whole, Hey guys, we don't, you know, I'm waiting on it to come. And she's like, well, Hey, I just want to say thank you. Uh, because steak and shakes get robbed a lot. And I appreciate you guys, uh, being in here. You all look very responsible. Uh, so yeah, you know, if, if, if you're in here and we're safer, I like to offer you guys 20, 25% off your meal tonight. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way that it should be, man. If people, you know, there's really a lot of bullshit going on in the world. Will Killer Keller asks, uh, where is she on the crazy scale? (laughs) Where is the woman that, um, you know, he said, so where does she fall on the crazy scale? I'm assuming that he's talking about the woman who couldn't handle it. Um, She is all the way at the top of the crazy scale. The manager or the crazy customer? 
uh, the manager. I mean, oh, the okay. crazy, the crazy customer. I'm assuming he's talking about the yeah. crazy customer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why you'd want to keep the cops out of your place to come and eat. I mean, you know, any kind of law enforcement. Why would you want to do that? I mean, yeah. Why do you want to keep any good people out of there? Right, right. You I know, mean, you know, they're yeah, if, the someone, if someone carries a gun, but they don't carry a badge, that doesn't make them a bad guy. No, no. You know, this is a person who went through. If you have a concealed weapons permit or even if you don't, man, you're you know, this doesn't automatically make you a bad guy. If a bad guy has a gun and he's coming to do something bad to you, he's going to come right in there with that gun and do what he has to do. You know, a person who's coming in there and sitting down at a table and eating, regardless of whether they have a badge or not, is not there to to, you know, to bring drama into your life, to create right. problems for you. And you, only, you, know? you don't know how many other people are sitting there with their guns, too. Right. Absolutely. Depends. <laughs> you know, um, one of one of the best things that I ever did is I had um, I had a I, I get entrepreneurs in training all the time. Right. Business owners, small business owners. And um, we're having this class going on. And it got to a portion where I was doing a live demonstrating of a drill form. And then she looks over at me and she says, man, you, you can you can really you really know this gun stuff. She's just like in all the class. And I'm like, yeah, hey, I got a question to ask you. If you were having if, uh, if you knew a robbery was going to occur, you just knew it was going to happen at 830 on a given night. You knew it was going to happen. And I was coming to pick up something from your business at the same time. Would you want me in there with the gun or without a gun? She said, oh, I want you in there with a gun. I said, am I a benefit to you or am I causing harm to you? She was like, no, you will be a great benefit. I said, well, take the dumb sign off of your door. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, oh, I said, now there are plenty of people like me walking around that will be the same benefit and asset to you. But you put that dumb sign on your door and you're keeping us out. So you're hurting your pockets. And at the same time, you're keeping us from being able to help you if the need arises. And the very next day she took the sign down. Okay. Good. Yeah. You know, listen, some people are reasonable. Some people maybe get into these things. They don't understand what they're doing. Um, A lot of these companies, though, I don't know where Outback is based now. It used to be in Tampa. Oh, it used to be based in Tampa. Outback started in Tampa. Yeah. A lot of these kind of companies need to suffer. Let's find the company starting with the mom and pops who appreciate who we are and get and get them out business and let them grow. And let's let these kinds of companies just freaking die. Let them atrophy and die and and become dust and disappear. That's that's what I think about companies that have stupid ass policies like this and get into this kind of stuff. They they yeah. just need to not exist. Or hey, if they want to exist, we leave them alone. We don't patronize them, and we let people go over there and do whatever the hell they want to them. And when shit happens to them, we should just not give a shit. We should just not care about it. You know, because. There's there's going to be more and more of this coming down, you know, coming down the pike as uh, as we go on here in the world. Huh. More and more people are getting into this crap. Yeah, yeah it'll 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 it, look. Just hit them in the pocketbooks. There, <clears throat> there are a couple places that I, I will not patronize, shop at, and you know what? After a while, man, it becomes natural. You just don't go. You don't even think about it. It'll yeah, just, it's, I mean, it's like certain certain musicians I don't listen to when they when they come on the radio because they were. They were big time. Well, they were supporting the other side, doing all these fundraisers and stuff. And as soon as their music comes on, off. I'm off. I mean, I just can't yeah. listen to that crap. And it's something I like too. It's too bad, yeah. but you know, I just can't do it. Sorry. I'm that way with movies now. Like nothing Liam Nielsen puts out is ever be good. And it hurt me because I wanted to like Taken so bad. 
Yeah. So now he came out. I'm like, nope, I'm done. You wanted to like who? Taken. Liam Nielsen. Ain't that how you say his name? Oh, 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 yeah. That guy's a leftist big time. Fuck Yeah, Liam Neeson. He's an anti-gunner and he makes makes his living shooting guns. I hate that shit. And it's funny because if you really have this this freedom in your soul, you don't even have to program yourself to not do it. It's just like, "Eh, I'm done. Like as soon as he said, all of a sudden, Rotten Tomatoes, all your movies suck. Like, <laughs> he's a punk listen you got to realize something about actors you know there are some actors that are truly badass or whatever it, it has happened a couple of times but most of these guys they're actors for crying out loud you got to realize that they're not you know they're not badasses they just play them in movies and stuff like that oh i get you it know? i don't expect yeah. to be tough but don't act off my dollars and then take my money and then be like oh you know what by the way and then expect me to still support you don't run around all day shooting guns and then tell yeah. me i can't have one also i think liam neeson is going to find out very quickly which i think he already has is that people don't want like if you really believe in this, go make the, you know, the little fluffy movies or whatever mm-hmm. that you want to make that don't have guns in them. And let's see who's going to watch it, because I have no interest in that kind of stuff. I'm only interested in movies that have sex and violence. But you know what, man, in, in yeah. general, too, we need to we need to be well armed against and I, I, pun intended, well armed against people <coughs> that we allow in our circle. So. Actors, you know, oh, he does cool gun movies. He got to be a gun guy. The thing that happened at Shot Show, you know, the whole girl uh, yeah. did the oh, magazine God. interview. And when I was at Shot on my freaking deathbed, and I, I was sitting in a chair in a casino, and uh, big shots out to, um, uh, I think I was actually in there with American Gun Chick. She kept me from dying because I was having a bad night. Um, uh, how how glad did she keep you from dying? Uh, she, they bought me a drink. And I set my butt down. It was a drink to try to make me feel better and decongest. Hush your mouth, Hank. So um, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, you're, you're, oh, you're saying a lot, son. You're saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm standing there, and now it's you know it's shot show, right? So you assume now we're in the, the casino part, like right outside the main doors, and you assume you know your assumption, you know, hey, bunch of gun people, right? And I happen to be sitting there, and I hear this guy say something anti-gun. And I looked at his tag, him and his four buddies, and they had accents. It was the Netherlands Ministry of Defense. <laughs> so, what a I, hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. I, like, up real quick. Like, you know, you get that last little bit of energy. What, what did he say that was anti-gun? Yeah, he said, oh, I don't know. It was something real general. Like, oh, I don't know why they have to have so many of these things. And I was like, and I started looking at the tags, right? And the three, it was four of them. Three of them had their, their badges turned, you know, where you couldn't see them. His was it, and I, I kind of get it. Why now? And I was like, Ministry of Defense, Netherlands. I said, okay. Now I promised the guy I wouldn't put his photo out, so I'm not going to do him right there because I'm a gentleman of my word. I didn't say I wouldn't talk about the conversation. So he goes on to ask me. He's like, well, how many guns do you want? I said, I don't know, oh, like sixty. He's like, I would have told him six thousand. <laughs> I, I was six, so I was trying to be nice. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, how many do you shoot? I said, you know, more than half of them. And how many on a regular basis? I said. A few of them. He's like, well, why do you need to have them? And I, you know, I hit him back with the, the arguments that you can have. And then I just I, I ended it with this. I said, hey, let me ask you a question. Because you are in the Ministry of Defense in your country, do you get to supersede laws as far as gun ownership? Because your country's small. You have to be able to respond and protect your homeland. He's like, well, no, I still have to go qualify with my bolt action rifle three or four times a year to be able to own it in my home. It has to be in one safe and ammo has to be in another safe. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I said, OK, cool. So me and about 3000 of my friends are going to come invade your country. Mm-hmm. How are you going to stop us? 
He's like, well, I have to get to the, the, the building to get to our firearms. I said, how far is the building? Uh, roughly 30 miles. I said, so I'll just go to the building and kill all of you as you try to come back. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and take all those guns. And take all the guns. And he's like, oh, I said, that's why we live in a free country and you're here enjoying our freedoms. Right. He right. was like, oh, okay, okay, man, okay. I said, no, and it was a polite exchange, but I'll say, don't come here and insult our freedoms that we are fighting for because you saying that kind of stuff and you get to go home. We don't want to be like your country as far as our gun rights go. So go shoot your bolt action three or four times a year, and I'm going to go try to shoot all 60 of my guns. Yeah, and hope when people come to your country to take it over, which it won't be us, but when people come there. Ain't nobody coming. They invited all the people in their country. Yeah, exactly. They they don't use guns. They use knives and... Yeah, hope those guys follow the law, my friend. Yeah. They'll use guns. They'll use whatever they can. Yeah, they will use whatever they can. Okay, listen, we are going to – Lola wants to know if you guys have news stuff. So if you guys have news, pull that up. Oh, I just just saw something else. Speaking of news. Okay, hold on one second. I want to remind everyone to click the thumbs-ups. We have like 86 viewers. I don't know how many thumbs-ups we have going right now, but let me just remind everybody out there in the world – so click the thumbs ups, please, including you guys. I hope you guys oh, thumbs up. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I hope you How many thumbs ups do we have? Someone let me know how many. 79 now. 79. We got 79. Okay. We got way more than 79 people watching this. So let's 89. get the thumbs up. Let's 83 get the thumbs now. Up. 83. We're catching yeah. up. We're catching yeah. Up. Let's get the thumbs ups going. And, um, you know, that's how we have a party over here. And um, and then, yes, if you guys do have some news. All right. Let me know what your news is. I'm on the truth about guns. And I scroll mm-hmm. down. And it says, "Guess what percentage of comments oppose the ATF Trump ATF bump fire stock ban?" And what they don't t- they don't tell you what percentage um, were against it, but they said they had more than thirty six thousand submissions, wow, which, which are still being reviewed and posted online. So, okay, I guess that's a story more more to come. I guess I guess okay, but um, okay. I don't. I don't think it opens up into another window, but okay, those are not. But there, there were forty nine comments to it. I don't know. I didn't read all the comments, but but um, I found that interesting. I tried to comment on it right at the end. So run that by me again. I was looking into the. Um, okay. What is um, this exactly? They had thirty six thousand submissions. Okay. People people commenting on the the bump fire stock. Right. Oh, you mean okay for the ATF? Okay. Yes. Correct. 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 Mm-hmm. So I guess they're still uh, tallying and reviewing the submissions. OK, so overwhelmingly it was pro gun stuff. It doesn't say in this little clip okay. here. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I, start, I was at the shop show when I started sneezing. And I know what happens when I start sneezing. <laughs> when I start sneezing, a cold coming on. So, yeah, but that was interesting. Also, another thing on the truth about guns, I think or was a firearm blog. Um, FN just stopped production of the, um, the, um, uh, get out. I'm sorry. 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 I'm getting it. They're the pistol. They made forever. The, uh, oh, the, the five, seven. No, 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 that, no, no, that, um, the, um, the, iconic semi-auto pistol, the 45 tech, Oh, uh, the, um, high power Browning, Browning, oh, the the Browning high power power. production. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's been going on for uh, a long time. So does anybody have a hot power here besides me? Uh, no, I don't have one. I don't know, Kevin. No, I, I used to have one a few years back. I got rid of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you see the M&P has a 380 shield now? Oh, really? 
They yeah. came out with the 380 shield? That's smart. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, they're following yeah. the following <laughs> the pack. I guess we'll say. <laughs> yeah. If there's uh, money. Well, I mean, it. that's 380s, you know. It's a great man, but a great little I love, I'm telling you, I, the, my favorite little 380 pistol is that Glock 42. And so if the shield did it, that's good. I mean, that Glock 42 is an awesome little gun. And it sells well. Yeah. It's just a little big to put in my pocket. That's all. Yeah. And um, and then I guess the truth about guns also has uh, Palmetto State Armory MP5 yep. clone revealed. So they've got some pictures there. I touched that as a shot. Yeah. yeah. How was it? Um, MP5. Yeah. And it's it looks like it's using the um, tail hook. The tail hook. Now, did you guys see that there's a tail hook 2.0 out? Yeah, there's a new one they've got out that's all one piece. Yeah, it's all polymer and uh, one piece. That's interesting. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I thought that's interesting. Um, yes, it is. Um, yeah, the, the Palmetto State one will be, it'll be interesting to see if they, it actually gets to market. Um, yeah. And what it looks like when it finally does. Yeah, what the quality and all that is right. on it. They yeah. don't have a real good rep in some circles for certain things. But... Hey, I wish them all the best. I hope they do, because it'll be just more things I can sell. No, and I got some gun. I got some other gun news too. Okay. Um, this one is going to be actually very close and personal to the show. Uh oh. It's good. It's good. It's gun news. It's not like it's good gun news for us. I'll put it that way. So, okay. um, a little while ago, uh, Mike Bryan, who's always very, very active in the chat and very active doing things and very active all over the place. Um, Mike won. I tried to give him on something we were doing on the show. I tried to give Mike um, a 30 round magazine. This was a few months ago, but he lives in um, Colorado where you can smoke weed, but you can't own a 30 rounder. Or- <laughs> that's that's <laughs> real smart, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so um, when he told me that we were talking about it and, you know, I won't reveal all of the story, but it was it was it kind of it just I don't know. It, it, it kind of ticked me off. I'm like, man, well, you know what? Screw it. We're going to we're going to we're going to make it better. So uh, I had Mike send me his Glock 19 slide. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah. it's like, well, we'll Cerakote it for you. We'll just get you a nice color on there, you know, ma'am. And so I lied. We didn't just Cerakote it. We actually, this picture might be hard. Well, let me lock it on you. Let me lock it on you so we can see this. We took Mike's Glock and we Cerakoted it and we milled that puppy. Oh, that looks good. That looks good. Like, like, hold it right there. Wow. So you milled out the 19 in the front, I can see. Uh, let me get another yeah. picture here for you. We so it's Cerakoted, it's FDE? It is FDE. And on here, I'll, uh, here's a good view. And what you can barely see it is way back by the rear sight, but we actually got the NOC logo engraved on there for them. What? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we nice. got the NOC logo and we upgraded them to uh, Trijicon Night Sights. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so he got totally done dead. Yeah, oh, I got- see, yeah, I see the NOC. What? Mike, so this, you're a very lucky guy. We expect to see that on social media somewhere. Tag me, Safety Harbor, and NOC. Yeah, do a video busting some caps. Yeah. yeah. He got um and big shouts out to my guys over at I would be remiss. Big shout out to my guys over in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, Midwest Cerakote. Midwest Cerakote jumped in. They always support me and stuff. Uh they are one of the, the sponsors. And as soon as I told them Mike's story, uh they were all over it. And these guys did a phenomenal job. And there's another picture of it. Yeah, hold on a second. Let's let it uh Someone's going back up just a little bit, just to here, right there. Let's see if it's going to focus. There we go. Okay, right there. Awesome, man. That looks good. Do I know anybody in Charlottesville, Indiana? No, I don't. Well, I, don't was, I don't think so. I thought that was good gun news. He actually wrote up a pretty good, um, a pretty good thing. But yeah, that was um, 
that was nice to be able to do. Oh, one last picture. All right. This yeah, Mike Bryant says it's on Facebook. You're tagged. I'll be out shooting it soon. <laughs> so here, let me lock on this picture. There you go. Very nice. Somebody Very was nice. mentioning that 380 shield has a uh, a grip safety. Does it? I, I thought I saw a picture of one of those. Um, I would have to go back and look and see. Look at that and see if it I'm does. Not sure I um, what I did open up was the. Um, okay, so pull that up for me, Walter, and let's see. What's that? What's going on there? The uh, grip, the shield. Oh, I don't have to find it, man. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. I think that was on the Truth About Guns, right? Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Truth About Guns. Let me open it here, and then we'll take a look at that. i to find it. So, okay, it has a safety on the frame. I see a frame. Oh, yeah, it does have a, it does have a uh, grip safety. Yeah. yeah. It looks like it does. Yeah. What is that? Let me see it. I gotta see if I can find. Yeah, that. it's a it's a lot like what was in that HK pistol I had in here, the P7 or something like that. Yeah, but the P7's that actually not a safety as it as it actually cocks the gun. So. Oh well, yeah. Um, that, but, that's a grip dongle. Yeah. Hey, you want me? Do you did you find it or you want me no, to share what, it? With what you? was that on? Um, here, I will put a link in the chat for you, and then I'll put a link in the regular chat so it's in the chat if you want to see it uh, yeah and then let me put it in here oh, so okay, that the people oh yeah okay so what we need some size comparison how do we size compare that thing yeah if folks want to take a look at it i just put it in the chat is it so the same size is it the same size as a nine millimeter one or just i don't know i don't know it's interesting um I don't know about that. I would have to. Yeah, yeah. it looks the same size as the nine mil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look and see what they have for scale there, but the 380. I'm reading now. Yeah, I don't mind grip safeties. They don't bother me. They don't all. bother me neither. Uh, they I'm bother curious. the hell out of me. No, I don't like the external safety. Oh, but it looks like you can get one without it. I mean, how many safeties does that gun need? It has an external safety on the frame, and it has, like, how many freaking safeties do you need? Well, you, it, there is an option on here without the safety. They, they clearly have a picture of it. Up, so that'd be nice. Yeah. You know? You well, let me ask you a question. How many lawyers are there? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> there you <laughs> can't go. can't argue that one. <laughs> so, um, so this is about the tail hook. Um, this is on the Firearm blog. Shot Show 2018 Gearhead Works Tail Hook Mod 2 introduced. Gearhead Works has continued the innovation on the tail hook that first hit the market within the past several years. With this Mod 2 edition, the company is adding a proprietary buffer tube that features five positions for adjusting the Mod 2. Yep. Uh, let me let me read further here. Um, you know, I meant to get by their booth and I didn't get by there. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. No. Um. You know, I don't know. I don't think I got over there either at the show. I just for, but, I uh, forgot, actually. That's yeah. I mean, they can't they can't make the, the enough tail hooks. And then I know this is polymer. So obviously they've invested some money yeah. into molding and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Right now we're working on our AR-15 tail hook adapter stock thing. So our, our Kest stock will have a tail hook on it. So but it'll be all metal, no plastic. Yeah. So, you know, you're a dealer with them, so you can look into that and see. Yeah, you know, I could. I could. Yeah. Um, see if you can get one of those or when they're coming out or whatever is going on there. We, we call junkies asking about taking Cosmoline off of guns. And, um, you know, what? some diesel fuel, just take off the parts you don't want to soak in the diesel fuel and just throw them in some diesel. Let them sit um, if you're not in a hurry. Mm hmm. 
Oh, that'll break that stuff down. That and their brush <laughs> and some rags. But, yeah. Okay. But um, other people are answering them too. So. Okay. I'm gonna make people nervous. Uh oh. Yeah, I just I don't know. I get a kick out of doing this. I'm just gonna take this here. That's uh, clearly uh, see empty chamber. Take that guy. I'm gonna take this guy. Uh, my visa status is in <laughs> correct order. I'm going to insert, <laughs> and then I'm going to simply do that. So now there's a loaded gun on the podcast. I just always get a kick out of people freak out when they see oh. loaded. Guns. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just so no, I, I, yeah, I feel you on that one. Okay, so before we go away from news, we're definitely going to go to Gorn here. Oh, Jesus. Gorn. I don't know if you guys have some other stuff that you want. Before, but before we get away from news, I just wanted to cover some, like, you know, some interesting news out there. So on the light side, this is a thing that's in men's fitness. It says McDonald's fries oh. may cure baldness. A bald guy reacts. There's a chemical in there. Yeah, so good news for my dad, brother, myself, pretty much every male member of my family, actually The Rock and millions of other men, McDonald's fries make your baldness. Um, <laughs> confession, upon hearing that headline, I threw away every hat that I own and danced like nobody was watching. But hang on a second. No way I thought to myself after uh, digesting the news, it was simply an Onion article in sheep's clothing. Too good to be true. Just bring back the McDonald's Monopoly promotion and we'll call it a day. Oh, God. Um, how it works. Researchers found that the dimethanol polyoxane, a silicone, I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it properly, a silicone added, a silicone added to McDonald's fries to stop cooking oil from frothing was successful in regrowing hair on mice. I hope this does not sound good. And early tests have shown that this method is likely to, to be just as triumphant on human skin cells. So you get some of this stuff and you smear it on your head? Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure how to use it, but it says using this method, scientists successfully mass-produce hair follicle germs, a.k.a. FG, HFGs, the cells that drive follicle development and are imperative to hair loss research for the first time. So now they'll make pharmaceutical-grade stuff of that, and the price will be $500 a drop. <laughs> yeah, and they'll get money because that and Viagra, dudes want to have hair and... Uh, Woody. And yeah, and the schlongs a woody strong, yeah. So there you go. So the strongest, the strongest force with you. Yeah, McDonald's fries. I don't know if eating it helps you. <laughs> Consuming it helps you. Uh, whatever, Kevin. What do you say about this? Um, I agree with uh, Tango Hunter. So his uh, comment got a little flag, but I'm gonna let it ride because I like it. Uh, in relation to the fries, it bring it brings back your hair and your fat ass. All you need is big girl panties for that, man. <laughs> if you got hair and big girl panties, you're good to go. You got hairy big girl panties, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, You'll be sexy. Too sexy for uh, your pants. Yeah, uh, opt out of gun control says Viagra dusted fries. <laughs> uh, and Vanessa Kitty says Viagra is now over the counter. She's hinting. I don't know if Vanessa Kitty has a boyfriend. Do you have a boyfriend? Are you married? <laughs> So, um, and Steel Hunter 1000 says, we'll kill you in 20 years. <laughs> I'm, 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 and I'm sorry, I, I got corrected. I was, um, I loaded a gun without a safety vest on. Oh, okay. Oh, Lord. Bring my little safety first. Safety first, you know. <laughs> we must be safe. You gotta be safe. 
Mm. I don't know. Can you still be shot wearing lime is green? That, is that bulletproof? <laughs> <laughs> is that thing bulletproof? Does that... This one? Um, yeah, in Magical Places and Dreams. Yeah. Putting that on, does that automatically make you a bastard? Um, All safety officers. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, the, the, one, you know, the ones that bother me is when you go to ranges, especially public ranges. You go to ranges and... um. They're, you can tell they're really, really more curious about trying to look at your gun. So they're like all in your personal space and you can't relax because they're just trying to look at what you have. It's weird. I don't like I don't like going to public ranges. Uh, yeah, it's, it's especially horrible for making videos. So now in my other bit of news that I want to touch on here, and I'm not I'm just telling you guys right now before I start reading this, um, I'm not like celebrating this in any way. But I think um, something interesting I just want you guys to know that I don't think this is a good thing, but this is the headline. Black Lives Matter activists who took down Confederate flag on TV fatally shot in New Orleans. A Black Lives Matter activist who made headlines after a video of him wrestling a Confederate flag out of the hands of a protester in Charleston, South Carolina, went viral, was shot and killed in, Orle in New Orleans on Tuesday. A spokesperson with the New Orleans Police Department confirmed the death of 32-year-old... Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Muyadin Moye, who went by Muyadin de Babaha. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, 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 I know I'm butchering that. I'm not doing it deliberately. Well, to, to NBC News in an email Wednesday, police said the Baha was shot in the thigh early Tuesday morning and transported, transported to a nearby hospital where he died from his injuries. Wow. He bled out, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wait a I'm getting a news update. What was that? All right. If he's going to say... Oh. The name of the city, he needs to say it properly. New Orleans. Not, not New, New Orleans. Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. You New Orleans. say potato, I say potato. It's New Orleans, not New Orleans. <laughs> that just says you have no idea how to pronounce the name of the city. <laughs> I just want to say that I think and that I love you. <laughs> you just okay, and I'm muting Kevin's mic from now on. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. Okay, in New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. No, no, just New Orleans. Okay. Hamburger. No, okay. New Orleans. There you go. All right. So there you go. So yeah, I mean, um, it's so they say it's unclear the details surrounding his death, but according to a police report, the police dispatch received a call that a black male was laying on the ground and asking for help. When an officer arrived on the scene, a black male was found bleeding and a bicycle covered in blood not far from his body. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I like to know where he was hanging because um, oh, there's a lot of bad places in New Orleans, too. You know, yeah. I would. It, it's never, you know, and I, I'm not going to like damper the mood, you know, but anybody mm -hmm. is never cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's never OK. Um, I don't even, I think in somebody's death like that, you know, I don't even think it was, I hate when the media does that. When you like bring up something that somebody did, just let the, if they're, if they're gone, let's investigate what happened to them and let that be it. Um, because you, what you do is you spark a lot of people that are so focused on what he did by fighting, you know, yanking a flag down, which I'm not saying it's cool or not cool, but it, to bring that up. Oh, and by the way, he got shot in the head four times. Like the two have nothing to do with each other. Uh, so I just don't like when they do that. Um, and BLM, they have their own movement. They try to do their own thing. You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily for a lot of things that they have going on. But, you know, that's the, the beauty about being in a free place. Right. We should be able to 
disagree without violence. And I think um, I hope nobody because nobody here is doing it. So I just hope nobody's like making light of his death because of what he did in that realm of exercising his freedom. I think yeah. that. Right. Well, I mean, that's why I prefaced it in what I said. And I was serious about that. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, we talk about uh, we talk about a lot of these issues all the time. And um, obviously, you know, we don't know the details of what's going on here. And I know like the Black Lives Matter movement is mostly, you know, focused at, I think, at like police and other things that happen. Right. You know, one of the things that I and, and as I said, I don't know exactly what happened. Um, if if it be, if it becomes clear that this is like one of the black on black violence things, mm-hmm. this is something that I think Black Lives Matter would be good to combat against because I think it is a problem. I think more black people kill other black people than anything. And if, you know, even more than police, you know, that's a wind fact up in these situations. There's no, there's no, there's, that, that's a fact. Yeah. So, you know, um, and I think that's maybe, you know, people can look at this story from a whole bunch of different ways. And that may be one of the ironic ways that some people may see it. But like, as I said, I'm not, I, I definitely don't want to celebrate anything like that happening. And um, if Could that's have been indeed, the wrong could have just been in the wrong place at the wrong time, but you know. Yeah, and 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 New Orleans is a dangerous place. It's I know that's where I know that's where Peggy is from. I know all of that stuff, but we could probably put it in the category in some areas. Walter yes, it Peggy, could be definitely called you, the s the s hole. Yeah, it, it's it's so. a shithole. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. it's a shithole in uh, certain places. Incredibly dangerous. Yeah. So this kind of thing happens there all the time, and you know, ultimately. I don't want to see that happen. We should do something about things like that, right? Oh, you know, once it, like we said before, a lot of times, you know, if that's your neighborhood, you got to do it yourself. Yeah, that's people should be able to defend themselves in that. Unfortunately, and unfortunately people, the um, the people in charge of New Orleans, which are Democrats, are 100 percent anti-gun. So, you know, that's where that. Gets yeah. You. But what are so what are the what are the concealed carry laws and all that in New Orleans? Can well, they, you, I, it's reciprocal with um, Florida as far as concealed carry. Yeah. So you can have concealed carry. You can defend yourself there. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, when I'm in New Orleans, okay. I've got a gun in my pocket. So um, I would have like 20 guns. And <laughs> well, I don't death. I don't frequent the, you know, but you can it can happen anywhere. You know, you don't have to be in the bad part of town to have a bad experience. You can be in the best part of town to have a bad experience. So, yeah, um, <laughs> so have, that can happen here. So that you don't have to be at the bad place to have a bad experience. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Kevin. It's going to take, you know, ultimately what you what you guys said, I think is 100 percent right Um, when it comes down to, you know, you have to you you have to take and I say you as a general, no matter where you are from, you have to take responsibility for your environment to make it better. Right. Yeah, I Um, I, I agree with you. um, I think that because you a you have the knowledge because you come from it. So you have the knowledge, you know how to communicate with the people and move around and things like that. And, you know, what really affects it. Now, there's nothing wrong with receiving outside help and support. That's great. Uh, But you, you definitely I definitely agree with you have to take responsibility for it because it's it's. It's it's senseless violence, too. And a lot of times of it, a lot of times it's, it's pride. So um, we don't and I, I have a whole theory about it. And I'm when I finish getting my thoughts together and finish this book up, it'll, it'll be in there. But um, essentially, a lot of the, the 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 crime, not all of it, but a lot of it is simply because I don't have an I don't have another way of making you respect me. Right. Because if I if I have access to education, I know how to communicate. I have people skills. 
I can get what I need from you from a service or talking to you or speaking to you. Or if I disagree with you, I know how to communicate and I know how to walk away when enough is enough. Uh, but when sometimes when people don't have those skills, everybody wants to be respected. We all want to feel like we mean something. Our words mean something. And if I'm communicating with whoever this is I'm disagreeing with and you're, you're disrespecting me, I don't have anything else but sheer violence that I get naturally to make you pay the ultimate price because I don't have another skill set to rely on. So unfortunately, we rely on sheer violence and um, anger in a lot of situations to garner what we believe is respect when all along, all you're doing is really ripping, you know, even what in your country, you're bringing your direct community clean apart at the seams because you don't have something else to fall back on. So I would really, really hope New Orleans needs to aim for the truth of it. <laughs> Lots of places do, Kevin. This is what I was going to say to you. I mean, I, this is why I want to touch on this now. I, li- I don't want to get super deep into this. Right. But because we don't know what happened in this particular situation, we right. have to find out. But even before we left for SHOT Show here in the Gainesville area, there were drive by shootings and stuff like that, that people died, you know, and this this is going on everywhere. And this is Florida and people could defend themselves and all that. And we know what you know, I mean, you can safely assume what community that was in. And I really think that this is a problem that not externally people have to do something about it. Internally, the, peop- the pe- people in these communities need to de- do something about it. You're right. This comes with uh, what tools do you have? What skills do you have in life? And there's a whole bunch of other things that go along with this. And ultimately, if you just have bad actors or bad people in your neighborhood, the good the good guys, the good people who live in that neighborhood and are hardworking and want to defend their children and stuff like that need some kind of tool to push back against the other people who want to victimize themselves. It's not cool for them to victimize anyone, but the worst thing in life is when you are destroying yourself and your own people. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, you're cannibalizing on yourself. You know what I mean? And it's, um, and I know somebody just put in the comment that they don't, they don't buy the the whole, you know, uh, something about, you know, it's it, because of your lack of opportunity that you're, you're going to be more violent, but you know, man, the simple, the simple truth of the matter is, um, sometimes when you don't see better, you honestly don't know better, you know, and yeah. uh, some people, unfortunately, I mean, look, I have known grown men and it's not society's fault. I'm not blaming society. It's just the fact of the matter. I've known grown men who didn't leave um, their own city limits until they were well into their 40s. Yeah. Like going outside their own state. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Traveling, traveling, yeah. Yeah. traveling, but, seeing things, like being exposed to people and, and, and having, and, you know, great experiences. So I believe that we have to deal with the reality that there are people of all walks of life that are stuck in situations and they honestly don't have a great way out. And so that's where I challenge my, my fellow American brothers of all shades, colors, sizes, and my American sisters of all descents and everywhere else. Like, you know, we have a saying, our military, we don't even leave a man behind, right? It's not what we do. We pick you up. Some of these people are in battlefields. Every battlefield is not the sandbox. Sometimes people wake up in war zones every single day, and some of them are just looking for somebody to come help them and support them. Don't leave them behind. Don't give yeah. up on them. You know, if you if but here's the thing. I mean, this this is not something that's specific to race, because if you look at get like gangs are not specific to race. You have gangs, you have white gangs, Latino gangs, yeah. Asian gangs. You have gangs of every single thing. You know, um, we glorify in America um, the gang movies related to like the Italian mobsters and all that kind of stuff. And these people kill their own people as well, as well yeah. as other people. So you have a lot of stuff like that going on. Um But if you want to have and I'm trying to avoid getting deep into this, but I think part of this discussion, 
I, I don't really accept that it's a hundred percent ignorance. I think a lot of it is that, um, to put it to you the most blunt way, going way back beyond slavery, black people have been brainwashed somehow and have a, an idea that their lives have no value. This is something I think that exists when people believe, regardless of how wealthy or poor you are or whoever you are in life, where you were born in the country or you're born in the city or whatever it is. If you believe that your life has no value, then, of course, you believe that someone else's life doesn't have value. This has been going on for a long time. This is the root of the current like problem here in America and in the Caribbean, where I'm from, with slavery. It was not white people kidnapping black people and selling them. It was black people selling their own people into slavery. They had no value for their lives. This continues continues today in the Caribbean, in Africa, and in America. Oh, that yeah. there's something inside of us that we don't have value for our lives, and therefore we don't have value for other people's lives. And 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 a lot of it starts there. But when you, it's not just a thing that that's a black thing. When you look at other people from other cultures, when they don't value their lives, they don't value other people's lives. True. If you don't value your son's life, you don't know how to treat someone else's son. Right. right, and, that, and so that goes, that's, that's, that's what's going on. Yeah, a lot of that's the 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 whole thing about the family being tore apart, and, and uh, you know, and there's not the home learning, like you say. Don't get the don't get the learning at home. You don't get the, uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's 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 a, it's a it's a kill or be killed kind of attitude. You know, you go out and fend for yourself, and you know, I, yeah. It, it happens in the Middle East. It's one of the reasons why we're seeing the problems that we're seeing, that these are human beings. Oh, yeah, there's no their level of, educa of education and all that. They do not value life. No, it life doesn't. is not a huge value to them. No, no. I mean, they'll kill you for a quarter. You know, yeah. That's the kind of thing, you know, and, yeah. or an AK or, you know, whatever. Right. So I think that's where it comes from. Like when you have human beings who do not value their life, like why would you, you know, the whole treat others as you would have them treat you, right? Why would you tie a suicide belt on yourself and run into a crowd? Yeah. How can you kill someone's brother and, you know, and, then, as bad, and then as bad as someone the, kills your brother? If someone kills the, your brother, you'd be sad about it, right? But you would go out there and kill someone else's brother without cause. As bad as the Nazis were, they didn't do that stuff. They didn't do suicide bombings. They didn't run into and just ah, and kill themselves. They didn't do that because they actually did as much as they didn't value your life. They, they, valued, valued, their they own. valued their own lives. Yeah. So they didn't do that. So that's a kind of, you know, then you have the Japanese who thought that, you know, that was a like the kind of like the Muslims. They think it's a, a journey to to uh, everlasting you know, things. So they, they would kill themselves for the cause. So. Right. Yeah. The Japanese were doing it because uh, ultimately they never wanted to be corrupted by anyone else. <laughs> well, you know, that was that Bushido thing, you know, where yeah. you honor you know, death before um, dishonor. Yeah. That kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I think that people need to learn value for life regardless. Well, of where I, just, you are. I, I just saw a thing on I was a, on somewhere on, on the Internet where in New York City, more black babies are aborted than are born. So, so you got to You got to You got to Where does that's the same kind of respect for life, too? You know, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's a it's weird shit. So, no, I totally agree with you, man. I mean, look, we're living in a country where there's people actively trying to to dismantle the Second Amendment because they believe that 
you know, people like us that believe in the Second Amendment and have guns that we're dangerous and we're creating damage. And then they point to things, bad things like what happened in Las Vegas and school shootings and all that. If you took all of those and times them by a thousand, it doesn't equal how many babies get aborted, black, white and everything in between. It does not equal that. And we're okay with women murdering their own children in the most vulnerable place ever in the womb. Right, right. And then then the most gory part, selling babies' body parts. Yeah. So how can you how can you be okay with that? But then you're like, we gotta get rid of these guns because it's killing the babies. (laughs) I got news for you. Who's killing the babies? Who's (laughs) killing the babies? A human being. A human being that has no value for themselves. For whatever right. reason, they wind up pregnant and their solution to that is like, I'm going to just go over here and, you know, destroy this baby. I know it's a philosophical thing right. and people right. get all whatever into it. But right. ultimately, the truth is no respect is, for life. Yeah. Death is death and life is life. Right. And right. you destroy life every day in, in, in mass multiples of what happens in school shootings. And you right. don't see Nancy Pelosi and uh, Democrats and liberals. And for that matter, Republicans who are anti-gun getting up there and say, oh, look at stuff. This is crazy. Uh, well, I don't want to piss too many people off, but and a lot of real religious people are Democrats. So you tell me how that works. <laughs> Your party supports all that stuff. And then you're, you're like <laughs> saying, oh, you're real religious and everything. It's like uh, you're a hypocrite. You're like a Leon Nielsen with a gun, you know, you're running around shooting guns and then you're anti-gun, you know. It's like- you know, it, it, you know what to even add to that, you know, what's crazy. And I just had a a phone call today and I, I'm not ready to put out who, who's, who I had the phone call from. But this phone call today was, hey, man, um, ran into a small roadblock, but things are still going good about as far as getting an event to their town. Um, when people because of the recent spike this community has had in violence, gun violence is what they're saying. Because of the recent spike in the last few weeks, they were all on board, but the spike happened and now all of a sudden they wanted to pull out of doing the gun event, the, the aiming for the truth event. I'm like, so you're having a spike in violence and you want to pull out. Yeah, it's like it's like everyone's getting the flu. Let's stop giving the vaccine. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so I smiled about it because I had the same problem in St. Louis. So I smiled about it. But so we'll get beyond it. It's no big deal. But it's the fact that you are trying to say. We have a problem. You have physical evidence that there is a problem and you're going to sit back with your little ties and everything going. You're going to sit back in some office and you're going to try to come up with a solution when like a good soldier, when you hear shots, you run to them, not away from them. Right. So as we are running to the shots, trying to come in and and help solve the problems, if I can stop one shooting, I've done my job. Right. So trying to run into the problem. And yet your answer is, oh, no, no, we had 17 murders. We don't want your help. We're looking for 36, but they're all bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, I thought that I thought like conservatives and Republicans are supposed to be the ignorant ones. Why would you turn away from education on a subject that of right. this matter? Right. You know, how can education hurt? And then, to you your know, this is like this is like tantamount to book burning. <laughs> it, it really is. And, to, and you said something earlier, which is a, a, the accumulation of what I do at the event. You used you, you talked about how people don't have like value. Right. Mm-hmm. And then one of the first things I tell all these people is that we start with building equity. That's what we start with. Right. You start with giving somebody something to fight for, giving them something to grab onto, giving them something to care about. You put equity into their life. You enrich them. You educate them. And then you free their minds. And with that comes the right to protect all the equity they just built up. And these people are like, but you're a gun guy. 
Yeah, I will. It's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, we'll 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 get into this. I, I I think that you know I didn't want it to skip past it because I see that it's something in the news or whatever. We'll get into it. We should do Gorn for whoever is still hanging out with us. All right. Did you still want to see this phone scope thing? Is that yeah, yeah. Let's uh bring up the bring up the phone scope. Uh, you didn't even open this box, dude. Um, don't make me feel bad. Okay. Like I got it. Okay, so let's do an unboxing right now. I mean, yeah, this is unboxing. So this, this is the phone scope. scope. Okay, so the phone scope, and they have a couple of different models. Is it a bore scope for your phone? Uh, uh, it's not a bore scope, so this will... It's got Kevin Dixie's name on it. It's got Kevin Dixie. They have my name on it waiting for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I don't have like a moniker because I would have just exposed all that. Um, <laughs> so here are the attachments it has, and it has some other stuff in here too. So it's got so this goes on a it goes on iPhone, Android, whatever. So they asked me what kind of phone I specifically had. So oh. I have an S8. So I chose that. And yep, it's for the Galaxy S8. Oh, so, so it has a case for your phone. For your phone. So okay. you put your phone in here, and then this little doohickey, which now I have to uh now that I'm gonna actually be working with the gun, I have to clear it. So give me one sec. Um, all right, so this little doohickey. Somehow goes on the phone and then this guy, okay, this thing here, mounts to your optic. Uh, and your phone ultimately hangs off of here and it records everything going on through your optic. Okay. So, and then you can use your you can use the phone to to uh, to scope to sight in and, to see yeah, what's going on. And scope yeah. and record what you're doing. Okay. So it's like this. It hooks on to your optic. Which I should uh, really play with. Now, I'm assuming they just announced this because I know I was getting some emails about it, but I didn't. Um, and then I did see it at the show. I just didn't respond to it. So I know this is new, but has anyone put out any videos yet that we should know about? If anyone in the chat, Phone Scope themselves has one out. I think on a YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Brian Quick says doohickey is a scientific term. <laughs> Mister Holster says, "What is a phone scope?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And it literally, like, if I can, if I can say just a little bit. Of, Smartphone optics adapter, and it says capture, record, and share. Phone scope is a mobile phone case with an interchangeable lens and eyepiece adapter. With this device, you can capture both video and photos through your binoculars, spotting scope, microscope, telescope, or almost any other type of optics you can imagine. Once you've taken the shot, you can easily share with friends and family through Facebook, email, or Dropbox. You can also use the available filters on your camera to change how the image looks before you take it. Awesome. Cool. And then I think, uh, let me see who has this question. Mike Bryant says uh, at, at uh, NLC Firearms Channel, I want to know if there's any noticeable delay between the scope and the video. Let me know. Um, so I, I know that you will probably do a video oh, yeah, now that'll be forthcoming. Yeah. 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 So you guys I'll do it on a verbal optic, not a fixed one. I'll put, probably put my uh, Lucid one by uh, six on there and um, run it and see how it does. But yeah, definitely when it, when it, um, Maybe give me another month. I want to kind of play with it when it's a little warm outside. But I think it's kind of cool, too, because even on the front of the box, there's a spotting scope. So for you long distance guys, you know. Yeah, so you can put it on a spotting scope. Yeah. And then they got a universal one, too, that apparently mounts on even other kind of stuff. But I wanted it for the smartphone. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Walter looks like he's getting guns. Walter's getting ready for the military parade. Um, or the heat in his house is not working. No, it's working fine. We have the air conditioner on, actually. 
What? Uh, that maybe because you have on a big ass jacket. Oh, and wait, hold on. Let's see. Wait, go back, back up, back up. I want to see this Hooters shirt. Come on, reveal. Do a Superman, and oh, there you go. There you go. This was a gift from a friend that was down in Cozumel. So, um, Mexico. Michael, yeah. You know, funny, funny story about Hooters. My son was like seven, and he got—he's got a thing for the ladies, right? He says, "Hey, Dad, can we can we just go to Owls?" I'm like, "What? what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go to Owls. <laughs> go to Owls and see Hooties." Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he loves he, the, this boy. That boy loves the ladies. That yeah. Was- okay. So it looks like Walter is taking it. Walter's going to get some guns. So I'm going to um, pull up some guns that are here. Let me lock this on me for a second. So this right here is um, all of these guns that I'm showing right now belong yeah, to Tony. Yeah, these belong to Tony, um, Mr. Big Daddy Guns. And this is his Mad Max gun from the last Mad Max movie. See the symbol on there? Ah, okay. So it's a lever action. Um, I don't think it's a Henry because it looks obviously it's side charging. So what is this? I can't. Uh, I have no idea. What, I think well, this is a, Mad Max. You never know anyway. Yeah, is this a Mossberg? Anyway, it has an ATI stock on it and uh, all this kind of stuff. But he had this customized by um, I think it's Archangel here in, in Gainesville. So it's basically you know they've put on some leather and they've done a paint job and put leather on the lever action and stuff like that to make this into a Mad Max style gun. There you go. It's really cool. I haven't shot it. I should probably take this out and shoot it sometime. That is nice. Yeah. It's got a very aggressive breakup on there. So what was that, Walter? You want to have an unwrapping? Oh, absolutely. What is that? This is actually an East German AK-74 magazine. Oh. That uh, my dad- I call dibs. Well, when my dad went over there to visit, um, this was back, oh, hell, years ago, he bought this at a flea market and just threw it in his bag and brought it back. Um, I won't say what year it was because I don't want to incriminate anyone, but he made it back. But anyways, the reason I'm opening it up is it's one of the pretty ones like that. Ooh, okay. I'm glad I called dibs now. Bakelite. Is it Bakelite? Yeah, this is East German Bakelite. Yeah. Because okay. it goes into, it will fit into the, it will fit into the tantal, the Polish tantal. What? Looks beautiful. That's a mm-hmm. five four five by thirty nine. Yes, sir. Um, uh, I need that for my bullpup, Walter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, originally, this can gun. You, can you can stuff. you hook a brother up, Walter? Can you hook a brother? I hook a brother up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so you said originally this is what? I had a folding stock, and um, I made this receiver. This is my first. Um, do-it-yourself uh, um, receiver build party gun I ever made, and um, so anyways, I didn't like the, I didn't like the folding stock because it's not very user friendly. So I got me a Romanian laminated stock and made yeah. it made it all pretty and put it on it. So yeah, I know the folding. Uh, there's people that like the folders, me included, but um, the folders are more abusive to your face. To your parts, right? Yeah. You got a pretty face. You don't want to screw it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 yeah we don't want to. I don't know what could screw up that face of yours, Walter. <laughs> a tank, maybe. <laughs> tank in a parade in Washington D.C. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I, bet, I think you you would be in puppy heaven. <laughs> I bet you. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna swear to this, but if they have a parade like that, they're gonna need some vintage military vehicles. And there will be some vintage military vehicles from collectors in that parade. You see. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I would. To- I would totally go to a parade. Like tanks that, and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. 
We will have a million gunman march on Washington if there's a freaking parade. Live, <laughs> going. Live, live, yeah. right, live. Going down. Yeah, we will have all the factions. Kevin, were you going to show a gun before I showed my? Uh, I got a, I mean, my, the other one I brought tonight is, is still, I just, I wanted to relive Christmas again. So I decided to bring my Christmas gift out. FN45 tech. Yes. Congratulations to you once again. Thank on you. The awesomeness. Mr. Strange. Yeah. You were bad mouth and metal Galil's the other night. Um, this is happened. This is a century arms gun, but this is a metal, all metal Galil. Even that handguard. Oh, that's plastic, sir. Yeah. But you know, okay. <laughs> handguards. They did make a metal handguard, I think. And actually, yeah. this guy also had a folding stock on it, but it was very um, loose and wiggly. So I got me a, a genuine Israeli-made uh, wooden stock, and it's yeah. Stock. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we, we got to talk about last night because I thought about last night. That whole thing. Oh, you're still thinking about the last night. <laughs> And, and that, and that, the more I think about it, the more that was like, oh my God, what, what was the conversation about the whole time? Rednecks and, and what do you, what do you call it in, in Tennessee when you make, you know, whoop, you know, it's like, what, did we go off the rails at all? I don't think so. That was a weird, that was a weird uh, evening. Let's say that. So, oh. um, <laughs> I don't uh, think we went, I don't think we went off the rails. Okay. I'm going to show some stuff. So you guys have seen. Tony's uh, Colt, right? It's way better looking than Babyface's Colt. There uh -oh. you go. Oh, 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 oh. There you go. Check that out right there. Babyface is not even here to defend himself. Yeah. Oh, no, no. He, could, he couldn't defend. Actually, Babyface is right now giving a class at Big Daddy Guns. Ooh, well, it's probably right. over by now. So there you go. Look, that is way more beautiful than Babyface's. Yeah. Babyface's little baby gun comes up to like here. He don't have the girth. <laughs> he don't have the longevity of the gun. <laughs> This is the black man's Colt right here. Babyface has, you know. Wait, is that the shiny? The, the Caucasian. No, no. Oh, I'm just kidding. I, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's doing stereotypes. I know, man. I know <laughs> So, anyway, wow. you guys have seen this. Last, last one thing last night. It was such a stereotypical conversation about people from Tennessee and from Kentucky and all that stuff. Well, I was trying to talk to Johnny, but Johnny was like, you know, I don't want to talk about everything. So, yeah, yeah. I think he, he only wanted to talk about what would make, make good air for him. So. Yeah. Um, I am not that dude to act like you don't want to talk about something in case you guys don't know me. <laughs> anyone, that, anyone that acts like they don't want to talk about something. That's exactly what I'm talking let's, about. Now. Let's talk about the stock market. He just said, <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, you guys have seen this, right? Beautiful yeah. gun. That's this is gun. yeah. This is a beautiful gun. It's gorgeous. Okay, there we go. I will put that down gently. I'll be back there. Um, by the way, one of the pieces of leather came off. No one tell Tony about this. <laughs> oh, from his winch, from his leather action gun. From that gun. Now check this out, man. This is badassery right here. That forty-four mag. This is badassery. No, 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 no. This is not. This is your Ruger Super Red Hawk Alaskan. Boom. Okay. There it goes right there. So. Uh, Caliber is it? I'm gonna read the caliber to you. Four five four Casul. That's pretty cool. Four right. five core four five four Casul right there. That that. Is now this might be shorter. This might be shorter, but look at the girth, baby. That, look at the that, girth. That's a fire breathing mofo yeah. right there. Now this is the kind of shorts that every woman loves right there. That's a bear gun right there. That's yeah. for shooting them bears. You know. So there you go, guys. I think this might be. I think this might be the thumbnail. I take the shorty right there, man. I think. Yeah. That's the thumbnail. Yeah, me too. 
In this case, that's concealed man. carry there, man. So, I, I, you know, I don't know when's the last time you took the shorty, Walter. But uh, <laughs> I try to take the shorty. <laughs> yeah, every time, anytime it comes to these kinds of decisions, Walter takes the short. Where do you take the short? Where do you take the shorty exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I, I take the little one every time. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, but so now this is beautiful, right? I don't know if you guys like you. You know, you think that's beautiful. That's good, man. But look at that, that man. Too big, man. I, I don't like that long barrels because it's too hard to wheel. You know. Yeah, that is sexy. That's sexiness right there, dude. That is. That's a movie gun there, baby. Yeah, that's sexiness right there. So hold on a second. Let me, uh, I'm going to show you guys this again. Let me know whoever's watching, like, which one's your favorite one right there? You know what? Honestly, I think that this one, the uh, the Red Hawk, I believe that was in a movie I watched yesterday, Sleepless. It's a Jamie Foxx movie that came out last year. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> The bad guy, the uh, the I, I don't know. The I'm just bad making, guy. I'm just right now making the thumbnail, guys. He put the um, he put this <laughs> to the back of the cop's head in the elevator, and I believe that was the that was. The, um, wasn't Jamie Foxx a, a police officer in that movie? Yeah, and you know the the guy that was um that ultimately was waiting on his delivery, the guy that was like the main. Bad wait, wait, don't! I didn't see this movie yet. Ruin it for him, Kevin. Yo, what's a, what? My bad. I'm sorry, I don't know. Spoilers. Ruin Spoilers. It. My bad. I haven't seen it. I'm waiting for it to come on like Netflix or Amazon Prime because <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't very well received from Jamie. You know, every like Jamie Foxx, like every now and then will make a cool movie. But most of the time make some really bad movies. Yeah. Um, yeah and I don't think that's helped by by dating um, Tom Cruise's former wife. So. Yeah, he's dating. What's the name of the chick oh, that was married to Tom Cruise that Tom Cruise had to pay her? What are you saying? Yeah, uh, well, I th I'm pretty sure Jamie Foxx is paying her, too. If you get paid are to get married to dudes. Are the forces of Scientology working against Jamie Foxx? Um, probably. I didn't. I don't know whether or not Jamie Foxx is a Scientologist. Uh, not if he's dating uh, the ex of the other one. He ain't yeah, one. so, yeah, anyway. But there you go. Badassery. I would choose this one over this one. Even though this one is gorgeous, but that one is that's beautiful. Just, I mean, if you see this one, oh, that's bad. That's a good shot right there. <laughs> Damn, dude. What's the retail on that thing? I have no idea. I didn't even. I never four. What is it? Four fifty four Casul. That sounds like some demonic shit right there. Yeah, it's a. Uh, that's you talking about what four bucks around? Yeah, this looks like. Uh, did you guys? Did you ever see Hellboy? Looks like, yeah, like a freaking Hellboy gun, man. Um, I was asking, so I was like, Tony, where are the bullets for this? He was like, oh, I didn't even bring them. So they probably so. have, they probably has 25 in a box, and they're probably uh, five times 25, probably a probably a hundred dollars a box for that stuff. Yeah, we got to look up, we got to look up 454 Casul right now. Yeah, because um, I think I know the price of it. Let me see. Wait, yeah, let's see who finds it first. Last year at last year at Shot Show, I got to handle the um the five hundred Smith in that size. Five hundred Smith and Wesson, and I said I wanted it. Okay, you can get it for a cheap if you buy it in a little bit of bulk, you can get it for about a little bit over a bulk uh, a buck. Oh, that's not bad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's not it could be it could be worse than that. I think your self defense rounds get up there kind of expensive, but you know yeah, you get those you get those um like bear bear killing gun, uh, rounds with the big heavy bullets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 454 Casul is a firearm cartridge developed as a Wildcat cartridge in 1957 by Dick Casul. That's a freaking awesome name. 
I got your dick, Kasul, right here. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack uh, Fulmer, it was first announced in November 1959 by Guns and Ammo magazine. The basic design was a lengthened and structurally improved 45 Colt case. Oh, okay. Okay. The Wildcat cartridge finally went mainstream in 1997 when Ruger began chambering its Super Red Hawk in this caliber. And then Taurus followed with the Raging Bull model in 1998. So, so did anyone find the price of this gun? Oh, no. I know you want that. Let me see. So, what was that? Ruger? There was a Ruger Red Hawk? This is the Ruger Super Red Hawk Alaskan. Ruger Super Red Hawk Alaskan. Man, we were 915 already. Huh? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let me see here. Um, it's not well about 1200 bucks. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, Bass Pro, if they have it, it's like a thousand. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I would drop a thousand. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah. that is so freaking awesome. Yeah, but you got it. You got it. You got to get a shoulder rig for that one. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> and it's got some good girth on it. I mean, damn. <laughs> you know, I mean, just look at that, dude. Yeah, you know what? This is this is one of those funny moments. I think you just caught me up because. Um, there's a there's you know you have those friends that are like hey man if you ever need something call me and I've never called my friend at Ruger for anything but I think he's about to get a phone call. Oh, I call dibs. <laughs> I call dibs. About to get a phone call. When you call when you call your friend at Ruger, you better get one of these for all of us yeah, or yeah. discounts or something. Yeah, I was about to I was about to call. It's it's a discount. I was about to call for you know one of the uh, PC nines because I really like that little gun. Yeah. And I was like, but then all of a sudden now I, I I see I see this puppy and I'm like, no, this is sexy. This is maximum yeah. sexy, maximum maximum sexiness, right? Maximum there. seximus. Yeah, right there. That is military might. Yeah, that that's finest. Right there. That is totally, and as you said, Walter, that is totally worth a, a rig, a leather rig. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta wear that so, rig, yeah. 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 I, I I love this gun. This is awesome. I don't know when I don't know when Tony's ever getting that back. That'd be one of those I'd be tempted to, uh, yeah. you know, open carry. Just right. That's just probably why he didn't bring the ammo because he was like, Hank, if I bring ammo, Hank is going to go shoot this thing <laughs> and then we'll never see it again. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, so that's it with the guns. I don't know. Did you guys have any other guns there? Nope, I'm done. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Walter, you got any other guns? Well, I could, I could always pull some more out, but we're... Yeah, okay, that's... In my effort to get the um, to get the AKs out, I ran across my, uh, my Model 11... Yeah. My Model yes. 11 uh, Remington that I'd redone. Or brand, this is actually yeah, this is a Model 11, yeah. Yeah. This one's still in the works. I haven't finished this one quite yet. I got to do a little more work to it. but Yeah. But it runs. Lots of guns in the works. By the way, did you get your shipping container back? Supposed to be tomorrow. Every day. Every day I ask you this I called, question. I, I called I called the shipping company today and said, hey, man, what's going on, man? It's been a long time. Oh, it's, it's in a terminal. They're supposed to deliver it tomorrow. It's like, oh, Bring me my guns. I need my guns. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I did yeah, have your stuff. Yeah, got to get your guns, your babies back in there. Got to start working on new projects, man. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's wrap it up, uh, Kevin. What do you have going on, sir? What do you want to point the people to? All right, so um, guys, appreciate you hanging out tonight. And look, I can always use um, uh, more help if you're in the St. Louis area. Don't forget that Zulu Shooters Club is sponsoring the Aiming for the Truth fundraiser shoot-off where you can win a few prizes. The main prize being um, a Glock 17 MOS Gen 4 out of my collection. Um, so look out for that. Check all that on Facebook, and I'll give you all that stuff signed in in a second. Um, also, 
um, stay up with the social medias. Uh, consider um, the Amy for the Truth GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com uh, slash uh, Amy for the Truth, which GoFundMe is really acting weird today. But there's another way to donate if you guys want to help enrich lives and educate people. Uh, you can go over to uh, Patreon slash NOC Firearms, or you can go to uh, PayPal.me slash um, uh, NOC uh, Firearms as well. Uh, if you want to keep up on social media, on Instagram, it's at NOC Firearms. On Facebook, it's uh, Kevin Dixie or Katie of NOC. And then we also have NOC Firearms uh, Training. On YouTube, it's NOC Firearms Channel. And the teaser, the big thing I will be leaving you guys with tonight is that um, there was a guest that's been on the show a couple of times, uh, a buddy of mine uh, by the name of Maj. That guy? <laughs> there, and I'll leave you with this teaser exclusive for the show. There just might be a co-event about to happen. Oh boy, Uh-oh. we might we might um, GM and NLC. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. What does so, that spell? Nakbajim. The dynamic duo. It spells Nakbajim, which sounds like a disease. Yeah, yeah. So we're not gonna. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's um, I wrapped that phone call up with uh, with Maj today, and it'll probably be a little while off, but you guys get to hear it there first. We're probably going to. Well, I know we're going to blend things and we're going to do one large event. Oh, sweet. Cool. That's awesome. Maj is a good dude. So are you. Um, that, you know, that sounds like a great event. Walter, um, what do you have going on, sir? Oh, just uh, waiting on my containers, like you said, and uh, I'm going to start uh, just trying to get some machine work done. Man. It's, people have been sick in my shop and stuff like that. It's just been aggravating, you know, but I guess that's life right now. So, you know, just working through it. But um, making guns, man, putting barrels on receivers and shipping stuff out to people. So, yeah. yeah. So tell the people about your social media. I need, uh, I need to, I need to put up more stuff that I need to repost more stuff from you. Well, we need to make. Um, I probably need. I need to repost some stuff from Kevin too on my social media. But um, tell the folks about your social Facebook, media. Instagram. Um, both those places. Uh, plus, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, Safety Air Firearms does. Um, plus, there's um, uh, Mower Death. If you like shooting lawnmowers and stuff like that, that's still up there. Um, so, yeah, just check it out. I posted some stuff today. was test firing some rifles before we got here. Oh, before I got there. Oh, oh, one other thing I forgot. Coming up in Florida, if you're around and you like tanks and military trucks and stuff like that, the Military uh, Vehicle Club's having a rally uh, February to 22nd, 23rd, up in Mount Dora at Renegar's Flea Market. Uh, there'll be Sherman tanks and trucks and Jeeps and stuff for sale. And Yeah, you guys are having your own military parade. This is the pre-parade. <laughs> this is Well, we do this every every year in February. So um, if, you're, if you're not doing anything, you want to see that stuff, stop by there. Plus, I think they're on, on I think Saturday night, they're having the uh, steampunk band thing playing again. Last year, they had, they had a couple steampunk bands playing. Oh, it, cool. it, was, it was actually fun. Yeah, I like steampunk. Are there steampunk babes there? Yeah, there was actually. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I like yeah. I, di- I didn't get to partake in the Steve Punk babes, but um. Oh yeah, <laughs> I bet you didn't. You wouldn't be living right now if you partook of the Steve Punk babes. I would, I would have lost my manliness. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was a fun time. So if you guys are up that way, or you don't want to see some stuff, cool stuff like that. Yeah. Did yeah. someone just have to remind you of that? Yeah, she sent me a text. Yeah. I keep, oh, okay. I keep getting to do it. So. Oh, okay, cool. So check that out. Check out the uh, social medias of everyone here on the panel. Um, I know before we go over, that's pretty much it. I want to thank everyone for watching. All the folks in the chat, all the all the uh, thumbs ups and shares, and all that kind of stuff. 
Uh, especially thank you to everyone that supports the Hank Strange situation. That dude right there, Mr. Walter Keller and the rest of the Killer Keller family from Safety Harbor Firearms, um, as well as the support that we get from Kevin from NLC Firearms yeah. Training. Um, also, Andrew, Sam Andrews of Andrews Custom Leather. And of course, Big Daddy Guns. That's where we get these bad boys from right here. Big Daddy. That's how we get these, the guns. Well, that's some that's some barrels there, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Hey, I want to see I want to see you shoot those like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I really want to do that. What is it, Lola? Um, what? Oh, Lola wants to remind you guys that we are on Patreon slash Hank Strange. I guess I've been remiss and not reminding everyone of that. And thank you to the Patreons as well, Lo, Lo, according to Lola Strange and me, of course. Thank you. Um, Lola does a lot of work over there with that. So, yes, thank you for that. And um, that's pretty much it. We're going to be back tomorrow. Do you know who's on tomorrow, Lola? Um, me. Yeah. Walter. Is Walter coming on tomorrow? Me, babyface, me. Tomorrow, Glock Guy 226. Oh, Glock Guy 226. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Are you giving Walter the day off? Friday is my day off, man. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll talk about that. All right. So that's pretty much it. We are out of here. Thanks to everyone who's still hanging out with us. Um, don't forget to subscribe to Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. That's where we do the live podcast. So if you're watching this, when we rebroadcast it on YouTube and you're wondering, like, how come I'm not seeing this when it's going on live? That's because you are not subscribed to Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. That's where you would find us. That's where we're doing this podcast every Monday to Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., or as you see right now, we're going over. So make sure you're subscribed and you click that notification bell, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Let me see. i got to show my favorite one today. Here we go. Peace <laughs> out. Daddy we're out of here.